This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. Uh, if you guys want to pick up merch, go to our Big Cartel. It's at the link in our description. Like, subscribe. If you want to hit us up with some questions for the podcast, our email is coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com. Say a word. Or All right, we got some it. super sick guests on the show tonight. Jared, Chance. What's this is our first up? four-person podcast. Oh, yeah. Cheers, you guys. Hello, hello. Cheers. 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 Crack that. Yeah, there's a whole fucking gang of people here. And you guys can't see it, but we have a vat, a pot full of Bud Light seltzer. So <laughs> like a cooking pot. So yeah, we'll fun. see yeah, what It's a legitimate cooking pot. That's all that I could find uh, in our cabinets. It works. Oh. It's metal, literally. <laughs> I wouldn't even literally <laughs> metal. True that. But yeah, these are our boys uh, from Archaic, I guess. Well, Ch- Chance is formerly of Archaic. No, I'm still, I'm still like. I still do stuff. I still write a lot of the lyrics and then. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. totally. I'm, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I'm, you still I'm, are involved. I'm in. I'm in the band. I just switched. Uh, switched. Uh, Instruments. <laughs> yeah. Roles. <laughs> so you guys, you started the band together. Yeah. It was just the two of you, or there were other people involved when you started the band. I mean, there was like people we knew in high school, but. Okay. It but was yeah. mainly like our endeavor that we like, kind of fo- we formed it. We were guitar buddies played guitar together okay and okay. uh got into metal together and then eventually we're like we should start a band i was always sure. trying to get jared to start a band okay, <laughs> okay. that's kind of ironic that's kind him. of ironic that you were trying to get him to start the band and jared's the one who plays in the band still right <laughs> but so what made you want to stop playing in the band <clears throat> i'm lazy <laughs> like legit yeah, like yeah. if it was I've, i feel like i said this a ton of times but if it was like a sludge metal band i'd still play guitar for it yeah oh yeah yeah oh, you're yeah, not yeah, trying yeah, to keep yeah. up on the whole dm chops no nah, i was never that <laughs> that kind of yeah, no i was no <laughs> like and uh so i just didn't have the discipline uh that i needed to be an ultra shredder that archaic eventually had to have and i totally. was like oh well they might as well get somebody that can fill that role Okay. You should give yourself some credit because you, at, at a point in time, you were on you know top of your game and you were shredding and yeah. yeah. It's not like you suck at guitar. No, I'm a proficient it's guitar player, but the, I just I'm not like t- ultra tech death uh, face melting shred level. You know, uh-huh. well, I feel uh-huh. like I mean, I which don't, is kind of how I, I would characterize uh, archaic's music. <laughs> right, right. It's hard. Like, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. I would you have to. You have to like practice totally. your guitar all the time. Like you have to be obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't actually ask you this, so I don't know if it, I'll cut this out if it's not cool. But we have heard the new album. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's definitely not like a casual. I didn't know you guys heard it. I sent Chaney the link. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. So you guys. To it. We nice. Yeah, to I've it. heard it it's twice. Like, cool. Yeah, yeah it's, we listened good. to it earlier today. Good shit. So did you have anything to do with that? Yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, every album they put out, I've written at least 80% of the lyrics. Jared's definitely contributing way more nowadays because he's just really getting really good at writing lyrics. It's probably well. like really? a 70-30 yeah. on this new one. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> that you're writing 30 and you're writing 70? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, oh, wow. wow. So okay, do you, yeah, I did not know that. 
Did not know that. And I, thought, I thought Chance was like out of the band. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought you no, were history. I knew that well, you were Well, also, he does all the sound design, all the weird noises okay. and kind of gotcha, classic okay. thing that we do. Yeah. That's okay. all Chance. Okay, it's always cool. been Chance, too. Because gotcha. so. there are also some like uh, kind of electronic keyboard parts and stuff so you do that too then some of it yeah two of the two of the the synthy parts on the new album i did and then there was some other stuff that i think uh alex, alex guitar wrote. wrote and then they did in the studio but but yeah i added some keys on this album and uh, all the uh, psychedelic noise sound design interludes are me and they've had the, those on pretty much every album maybe some less than others but i've contributed yeah, for sure. i've contributed pretty yeah, much to every single album he's a part of every album Okay. Probably okay. always okay. will because we got we have a good workflow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Totally. For sure. And we share the same vision, you know. <laughs> totally. Like, I still I still love the band and I still really like death metal. I just I just don't I just don't practice guitar. Well, totally. guitar I mean, guitar, don't so. you? I feel like that is kind yeah. of a thing. People, like that is a thing that people are able to do nowadays is be a part of bands that they don't ever tour in. Mm -hmm. It's not unheard of. I mean, we went on tour with Rings of Saturn and that that's main weird though. Songwriter that's, dude wasn't that's there. That's different though. Yeah, like, that's like kind of weird because he's sort of the guy of the band, mm -hmm. and he shred like it's not like he's like oh, I'm like not um, playing guitar that much anymore, so yeah. I'm gonna you know program everything and like um, I don't know. That's the, that's I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean, but still, it's like it it is being a part of a but band it, and not going on tour with it. Yeah, with it, I'd know? go on yeah. tour with Archaic if ever if Archaic gets to the point where they they could you know i could i could they'd pay me too <laughs> i would do all the keys yeah, and sounds to. and all the introduce like live i'd be like their you know their dj lethal okay yeah, that would okay. be sick that, that would be, be cool that would be cool but yeah another thing that uh about you chance <laughs> is that when i first met you I, I was like well you know this guy's i thought you were really cool for starters oh, you know? i was like this guy's oh, pretty cool you're really cool but that's because I was like, okay, he was in a metal band and then you started making electronic music. Yeah. You know? And then you're kind of into like weird philosophical stuff that we were kind of talking about. And I was like, dang, that's pretty cool. So uh, it's kind of like my path in a way. You know, like I was in Animals. I quit to make electronic music. You know, somewhat of a trippy, trippy guy, I guess you could say. But uh, so you make electronic music too, though. That's yes. What, that's the long-winded version of that. Yeah, that's my, that's my main, my main project is my bass music project. I started getting into that too around the time that Archaic was like starting to tour too. Yeah, I like I was like, oh, I want to make drum and bass too because I was I don't know. I start we started going to death metal shows and I started going to raves at like the like same time. So I like my love for like oh, yeah. electronic music and metal like grew simultaneously like yeah hand in hand. And so I was like I, I always wanted to take a stab at making electronic music and. And then I, that's super fun. I fell in love with that too, which is fun having a one man project really because yeah. two man project, uh, because you don't have to rely on, on other people and totally. being in a band, there you go, you deal with trippy people, flaky people uh, and dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. all the time. Well, yeah. especially because you brought up, it's like, it's hard to play the type of music that we play. So finding those type of people, it's a very niche thing. I know. So just those people in general, you're bound to find some <clears throat> weirdos. Yeah. Doing it, you totally. know, totally. it only makes sense. I mean, that's definitely or also people who like are, I'm so like good at my instrument that like they should be getting paid a like a ton of money yeah that's like kind of, for the skill the, the skill yeah. level they should be like you know getting us or you know like it just doesn't make sense so they're like it's it's tough like I know. you're like yeah. i spend so much time and energy like getting my craft to this like certain level and then 
our genre is like an underground I know. genre. Totally. That's totally. exactly so kind of like, what we're facing. You know, it's kind of like, all right, because we're like mid 30s too now. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, like, I don't really want like a 20, 20 year old like on tour. No, 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 dist 20 year olds, but it's like, it is, you know what I'm saying? 20 year olds kind of annoying, you know, compared to like, people who are in their 30s yeah you know i was way annoying in my yeah, yeah i was sure. too so, i was the yeah, awful probably me too so, just, that's just youth man you know like, yeah so now true. it's like okay we're trying to find somebody who's like you know people to play live with us and stuff and i'm like who are in their mid-30s and yeah, play and really are good enough music. to play it all and you know it's not like a whole lot of money going around yeah. it's like almost impossible yeah, pretty you know? damn near it. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it seems like there's an endless supply of like early twenties, like sick musicians. Like every death metal band ever, even like some of the old ones are like, well, I, I'm like, you know, if I still want to have my project, yeah, like, they're I getting just, twenty years. Yeah, like yeah. twenty year old like <laughs> death metal prodigies. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, like you don't have no true. short supply. It's you don't true. have a family to support. Like oh, you yeah. can go out there and do it, and yeah. you know it's cool. But at the same time, there's so much that you learn from like touring, like over the years and stuff that there's like definitely if you've torn a lot and then you tour with somebody who's like their first tour their second maybe their second tour or something like that mm -hmm. they like it's just like a different thing yeah like, absolutely. You're, you're kind of like after you do it a while you're kind of like oh well we should like make the most out of this so you got to kind of count the numbers and yeah. you know you do all the <laughs> yeah. business stuff that's absolutely. like not super fun yeah yeah, there's a skill set you learn, like oh, doing it, anything oh, for a long period of time. Yeah, so someone who's like w wet behind the ears, you know, there, there's like a like, whole. Let's just go oh, rip yeah, it, different. dude. Yeah. And for let's instance, get fucking hammered every single night. What, there's another 18 pack of Budweiser for free again? Oh, let's yeah. drink them all. <laughs> it's like, oh, who fucking cares about how much money we make? Like, you know, and yeah. it's yeah, there is a huge difference in the in the counting yeah. the numbers type and the person who's just out there to like have. Hello, yeah. play in front of people. And, yeah, and honestly, yeah. Chaney and I aren't really that concerned with like making hell of money. You know what I mean? It's just no, not like, at all. It's just a certain amount of money that needs to be generated in order to for it to happen. The, to, to the not reality, go red. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and to be able yeah. to pay for your merch. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people will just never pay their merch bill. Yeah, like, which is yeah. messed up. Yeah, like Dude, we don't borrow on. We would anything. never like, do we that. Just, yeah. You pay like we don't outright. Yeah, first. like Entheos is in zero territory. Yeah, yeah we pay we don't pay outright first. We will take it. Yeah, but that, we that don't. That is what we want to do, though. In, is in the future is pay outright first. That's yeah, yeah. The, that's the, goal. the way to go. Yeah, yeah. we're trying yeah. to get to everything know. is paid for before we go on tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cover all overhead. So yeah. then, well, yeah, yeah. and then you're not. Then you just screwing. pay yourself back. And exactly. You, and yeah, you don't have somebody like waiting for a bill. Yeah, because that feels horrible too. Having someone who you know you owe money to, and it's like that yeah. person actually needs that money to pay the people that work for them. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's yeah. a an endless like line. I remember we we had a snafu. I've been there on I've, the cannibal I've, tour <laughs> with that whole situation because when we went on tour with Black Dahlia Murder, we had all our bright psychedelic shit and Dahlia's fan base is super young, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, like we love that bright." shit and then so we were like let's re-up again on all that stuff it did so good and when we went to the cannibal tour are you guys short with cannibal yeah oh that's so sick i think you were talking about it last Third tour. weekend it's yeah. the first time i heard that's so sick well, well, who else was on the tour exhumed and, and abysmal abysmal Dawn. but well, that's, that's legit the nice. cannibal crowd they like their shirts like <laughs> had no idea what we're doing though yeah, yeah they yeah. like they like their shirts blood splattered yeah it's simple <laughs> and, and white and they wanted and to white. say something like cut the totally. bitch's face you know like <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and, like, and we like no disrespect to that, you know, but but they didn't vibe on our merch, and we went out there like, dude, we're gonna sell so much merch, it's great, and we didn't sell shit, and came back in debt with a bunch of merch on our hands, and we're like, wow, we I guess we should definitely know our market, dude, totally. Well, also, those bright designs are like nine dollars a t-shirt, right? Where or a, a hoodie a one color. that'll be like fifteen, yeah. you know, yeah. and you're you don't want to charge like fifty dollars for a hoodie, even though that's the what you should be charging you don't as so it's like the catch 22 of all of that shit you know what i mean but it's funny that you bring that up because that is something that you learn the more tours that you go on that yeah. you have to play even the merch you got to play to the you got to think about that and you, you got to go like well, you you might not have to but you you tend to go through some something like that in, in order to learn that you, you like really you, do. Yeah. you know you don't really just you don't know figure well, that we out. weren't like we didn't know how do you know so how, yeah. how long ago was that that you did that tour 2012 okay all right. Oh damn! So what album was Cannibal? That's like on? almost yeah, ten years ago. I just like love Cannibal, so that's like what I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't. Know. I thought I should yeah. bring up. I have Poison Oak in case anyone sees this bandage oh, yeah. on my face because it's really kinda, weird. I'm not. Uh, she's looking yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> I think that Speaking my cat of went outside songs. and uh, and uh, rubbed up on Poison Oak um, and got it on my face. Yeah, you can't see the cat theory. Yeah, we we almost canceled it. Jared came up with the cat theory. was like, "Oh, we're gonna cancel the podcast." Yeah, I was. That's why we. We almost rescheduled. Yeah, yeah. We, but then there was no rescheduling because yeah. we're moving. I know. So we're yeah, I was like, can we do no, this? No, I just I wanted to hang out with you guys so badly that I was like, I'll do anything. A band aid. All right. Yeah. 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 You but anyways, tell. you can't tell. Oh, it. From what I see on the screen, you look like you got. It's just you oh, got. You, you. you got great skin. <laughs> you moisturize, don't you? <laughs> yeah, all right. So damn, cannibal tour. That's amazing because that's like I know that's the dream. That's my dream. What, how did you feel when you cannibal. got the cannibal yeah, offer? Like really oh, sick. that was yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. surreal. <clears throat> One of those those like like life moments where you're like, wow, this is like this is like happening, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's all happening. They're like it's the top of the, de of the death metal totally yeah. world. Yeah, but that's kind of funny though, because in, in reality, you like you did the tour and it was probably fun and everything, but then you get home and you have like a bunch of old soul like unsold merch yeah and like hella debt and, and, like, yeah. and like sick <laughs> yeah. and the money that the cash that we did have in our pockets like the it like wasn't a lot but we had to give all of it to our manager oh yeah oh, that's right i forgot no. we were we did that with Why? Us. wait you gave your merch cut. you gave your merch money to your management and or, and, and, and uh, guarantee it was like what? 10 10 of yeah, yeah. everything yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was our that was first and word. last experience yeah. with the manager so far. Learning <laughs> <laughs> the hard way is like the best teacher, but it's a it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Tuition yeah. payment. We had yeah. we had some like the morale after that was it was such a high of doing that tour, and then when we got back, it was like such a low low. Yeah. And then we did a tour with Severed Savior, like maybe a month after that, and that tour was. They're completely different leagues of yeah, yeah. tour. Yeah. Right. And so that was like, it was like going from like this, oh, like this <clears throat> milestone. And then yep. kind of going, nothing like, nothing bad about Severed Savior. They're like literally this one of not, my favorite yeah. bands yeah, ever. And that's sure. how we oh, yeah. friends with like, For me, it was the funnest tour, but it was like so different. Yeah. Um, you went from the big time to kind of like, you know, the. Uh, the minor, sometimes minor sometimes yeah. there aren't a ton of people showing up to the show. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, that is something cool that you like brought up because I was actually talking to somebody about this other night, and he was kind of like talking about how he was, you know, 
filling in for this huge band and now he's in the small band you know this kind of this that and the other thing and i was just kind of like yeah man like that's music yeah like, like that's the main takeaway in music you're gonna be yeah there are, there are peaks and yeah. valleys and man. we i think me and jared it didn't really like we had mentally prepared for that since the beginning that we, we knew we were in death metal we, it was our we had no business touring with cannibal corpse on our third <laughs> tour <Yeah. laughs> first ever foremost, tour was yeah. where we were supposed to be yeah to well, me yeah. it was like yeah. okay but, well we got to do these tours we got to play as much as we can yeah Take whatever um, we can get and eventually This is a bucket list thing for yeah. me, touring with Severed Savior. For sure. Yeah. And but but I think for a couple other people in the band, yeah. it was like a little kind of down slope where they were kind of like thinking they're going up. Yeah. Or yeah, they yeah. that it's they yeah. sure it should that's just not well, you went case. from a peak to a valley, you yeah. know, like that's just right. life. Well, some people can take it and some people yeah. just can't deal with it. Right. You, you know, know, take it from me. All right. I've been in like a bunch of ban big bands gone up and down it's just what bands are you in that's the were, only were you in? i was <laughs> yeah uh, that's just how it is like that's the most that's the most consistent thing about music yeah it's like so when you get one of those highs it's like yeah just be like this is sick i'm riding yeah, on i'm yeah. riding on this high right now baby but then yeah you're going back to you still gotta grind you totally. know that, yeah. and now that, yeah. that was the thing that like just because you get one big tour doesn't mean your band is going to blow up and everybody's going to no. love Not you. At all. Hell no. But but those big tours help you with momentum when you're when of you're course. going the, when you're in the downward slope so that way when you get yeah. back up you're like you're still, you know, running hard. But also another thing to keep in mind is that those tours always come. You know, if you just keep doing the band thing and you don't give up, those kind of tours, if you get one, you're going to get a million of them. They always come. Yep. But the other <clears> tours come as well. It's just a matter of do you, you want to go and do this? I mean, sometimes, honestly, we've done even better on smaller tours because it's like there are a lot of people who are just there to see us who wouldn't go to see like a, yeah. a bigger band. You know, totally. it's so something may seem like not as sick, but it actually can work itself out in the long run. I mean, it's the you could go on the cannibal tour and make no money in merch and yeah. go on Severed Savior and make a thousand dollars every night yeah. if you've got like the right thing going on, yeah. you know? Well, the other thing that I, that I, in hindsight that I see now, and I have a small pool of archaic touring experience to draw from, so I'm gonna probably be making the same <laughs> references all night. Uh, <laughs> Cause that Severed Savior tour was your last tour, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so really? we got, yeah. we got but, Cannibal, Severed Savior, and oh, there's no, two no, Dahlia, Black Dahlia murder. Okay. Okay, yeah. And, and that's why- And Brain Drill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so sick. Brain Drill was our first tour in 2010. We just right. had oh. an, our first album on Unique Leader. And so we went with Brain Drill, Flesh Consumed. Um, Halo of Gunfire. Halo of Gunfire. That was your first tour? Yeah. yeah. That must be, I wonder if you, do you remember playing Des Moines on that tour? I think we did. I know that I saw you guys like way back in the day. But I didn't realize it was 2010. I thought it was like 09 or 08, but 2010 was back. It had to have been 2010. Yeah, if, for sure. Think about it, really. I guess 2010 <laughs> is back in the day. Fuck. Trip out. That's crazy. <laughs> well, we had never but, yeah. been to Des Moines before that. Okay, yeah, I was probably definitely at that show. So was that your first tour for you? The the first archaic tour was Brain Drill, and, and I know, but like, had you done any touring no. before that? No. no okay. Yeah. Okay. No, nah, just grinding kind of on yeah, the local circuit. Oh, sorry. This is like the band that me and chance started in high school and then when we got out of high school we got like some more serious better players and then we played a bunch of local shows in southern california and oh yeah 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 because you guys are from socal yeah yeah okay 
We got, okay. we had, we kind of got, it was kind of a blessing, but where we kind of grew up too, because we got the, the, the opportunity to open for a bunch of awesome bands because of, that's, oh, right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. Cause that's of, right. Uh, did you guys play with animosity? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was our that was, first big show. Yeah. We oh, filmed wow. a video at that show. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, dude, back in the day, like in the those days, there were a ton of sick bands coming from California. Oh, yeah. Like all, so many bands that I loved were from California. That's what kind of made the whole unique true. leader thing. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. We we somehow got you know introduced to that uh, unique leader, deeds of flesh, yeah, Crepit, sure. <clears throat> odious, right. uh, okay, uh, right. vile, that and then there was like game over. Like that's. The style of music we wanted to do, yeah, because yeah. it was like super impressive and also super brutal. Great riffs, great yeah. riffs, yeah. Great enough riffs. chunk and groove to be like <laughs> not drums were just yeah, stupid. that it's not like too confusing. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just groove. Yeah. It's yeah. ultimate groove. Well, that's it's what made us think we're like we could do this because one, there's these bands are always coming around. We were seeing unique leader bands like once every couple months at yeah, like the yeah. showcase theater in Corona. Okay, so that's keys. like that was like where your yeah. guys's venue. Was. Okay, that's yeah, where, yeah. yeah and that's where you, where you did the animosity. Yeah. Right? or yeah. who else played that one? Job for a cowboy. Job for a cowboy and six feet under. And I oh, think okay. a sworn yeah, yeah. enemy. Yeah, yeah, sworn yeah, enemy. Yeah. Was okay. Six Feet yeah. Under headlining? Mm, yeah, I think yeah. so. Definitely. Oh, wow. Definitely. It was their Maybe? tour. It was their tour. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was uh, Six Feet Under and, like I said, Job for Cowboy. Job for Cowboy was, that was their first run. They were like dead first. Dude, just uh, blown yeah. off of mine, MySpace. Just, just yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> totally. Off those People are totally. all about. They actually the weren't on the whole tour. They were only on like a region, regional dates. We call that in the industry. Is that business talk? <laughs> Are you doing business talk? There regionals. Regional dates. They were only regionals. on for like a week. And then uh, they did. We were already friends with them for sure. And then. Uh, Where were they from? Arizona. Okay. Yeah, Arizona. And then they did. Uh, That's the cowboy part, right? Does that have anything to do I don't with know. like the I don't desert? Know. Yeah, I actually the, don't Where know. does the name come from? I actually oh, don't no. know. Ironic humor. Oh, I, don't know. I know that Johnny. Sorry, I don't know anything about ironic humor. I know Johnny does listen to the podcast, so I always mention. Yeah, stuff about where him does make the name John for a Cowboy come yeah. from? JFAC. Yeah. Or was it meant to be JFAC all along? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In the but comments, if you know the answer, in the comments, drop <laughs> the answer. Yeah. Like, drop subscribe, the answer. drop the answer. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think he did tell me at some point, but I just... Uh, there was a lot listening. of those bands that kind of came up in the deathcore thing that kind of just were silly to be, like, on purpose. To, I think it was kind of like, they were, like, trying to take the piss out of, like, how brutal metal and was. Serious. Yeah, 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 and serious. Yeah, and serious. And they were yeah. like... But what, like, didn't they, I don't know if this is true and I don't know who I was talking to about it, but didn't they like not even expect anything to happen from that like demo that they put out? Uh, Probably. And I, that's why they did it so goofy. And then it just, that like, yeah. what's that one song that the blew them up? That's like, Entombment. Entombment. Yeah, Entombment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, most people, the only part that they knew was the, that the part. snare part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The scream part. And the re, re, re. And then it blew up, which is why like later on in their career, they got really sick. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing them Dude. open up for another band, and oh I was like, God. "Wow!" Like Johnny is one yeah. of my favorite vocalists yeah, in the entire. Insane. And they, they went tech incredible. death, and I and someone was talking. Oh, never mind. I don't want to say anything about them because I don't know them, and I'm sure they're cool guys. But someone said <laughs> no, that's, you can make fun of them. On the no, not even making fun of them, but that like that that choice <laughs> that choice to like actually be like, let's take this seriously and do tech death is what made them like kind of not. Yeah, uh, totally. Well, 100%, but 100%. which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. Well, because sure. everybody everybody just wanted the like the court like the death I don't want to. The more well, deathcore-ish yeah. stuff, but they, they wanted to be more 
an actual death metal band. Yeah. Because they're Which they're really sick yeah, at they're and really super yeah, they were, underrated. They were at, really good. They're like later shit. Yeah, yeah. I, we saw them open up for probably Suffocation or something in San Diego at the House of Blues or something. And I remember like seeing them and going like, wow, these guys like these guys like take take it seriously now. Like Totally. Like, yeah. This totally. is what they probably wanted to do all along. And then imagine that though. Imagine like if that's what you wanted to do and your your little goof like blew up and you're like yeah. now then you'll always you're always in the shadow of that goof. Yeah. Not, yeah. not that that was bad. That's, bad. I like. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I the no disrespect totally to Jeffrey Cowboy at all. Um, yeah. No, but, for sure. Well, it was. That, it was really good songwriting. Yeah, and, totally. and It's you know like what people wanted at the time. They're yeah, just, it was good. Still, That's why I'm surprised like. the the open note breakdown has is still living. Like today, it's just it's just syncopated now. Like, oh yeah, it's more it's more gent. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Jenny and I were actually talking about this the other day, and we were like, "Is gent the the newest metal genre?" Yeah, like that's yeah, that's I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. Where will it go next? But I don't know. I've just I've always been more of a death metal guy, so gent's like I don't. I never got into it. Yeah. I always I, I, I only, I only, got I only into know Meshuggah. about it. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. my gent. Yeah. Meshuggah that's and as much Frederick Thornton Bell's special need. defects. Yeah, that's yeah. the gent. That's I really only know gent. as much as I do about it because I was in animals and they're like associated with the whole gent thing. Yeah. yeah. But if it was, I don't know. I mean, it's cool, I guess, from like a drummer standpoint, you know, like you, it's like polyrhythms and all that stuff. It's but got, and it's groovy. You can yeah. Like some of it. But, it is groovy. But it's also like, I like riffs that are like, yeah, I like, pummeling fucking death yeah, yeah. I like that too. I like yeah. and like yeah. with the gent thing it borders on like mainstream music which yeah. is like well like i'm rocking it they're yeah. like they're like the gent lincoln park like totally and i actually really like periphery yeah you know? but like it borders on like re- regular music <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean like <laughs> you know what i'm saying standard, yeah, not like standard genre yeah, business. yeah yeah <laughs> so like when i hear death metal i'm like okay there we go you know it's like yeah but it also you know, it's, it's a, such it's a, too, <laughs> like it's some gent is too likable like yeah. where, where's the yeah. unlikability yeah. In this? yeah yeah, yeah. like you're bad. never gonna hear like where is you're never gonna hear like dun, 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 like on the radio you know it's no, not gonna no. happen it's like no. never gonna happen that's yeah. true yeah so are those like are those like those like glung glung glang glung 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 never making it to kiss so, I mean, FM. so that's what's like I, I think that's what's cool about about gent for sure is it kind of has a more it's, that, it's, that's why it's, it's so big it making has more, metal marketable yeah, yeah. but in a borders on like, a bad thing for no, anybody doing yeah. that not at all i'm not, not at all I've i'm met, not talking shit. I, have, it's just, no. I have friends who do that and that's yeah. great and i don't hate their music or anything it's just not like what i would gravitate to like, i'm yeah. the weird one. naturally yeah. obviously i'm the weird one. and I, you can I'm, like shoehorn prog into a lot of it for yeah, sure. but I love Prague. Yeah, that's so do the I. thing is that I love, I fucking love progressive music. But a lot of it, sometimes things are called progressive that actually aren't progressive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like the progressive. Just because it's like really hard and like monotonous to listen to doesn't make it fucking progressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's like progressive the genre. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because so I think uh, what's his name from the the punk rock NBA made like a point of like it, it can't be progressive if everyone is doing it because yeah. yeah. there's no progression of, of yeah. the thing. Uh, uh, cool. uh, inherently yeah. progression progressive music is about making something that like doesn't necessarily it progresses the, the thing yeah that doesn't necessarily exist and yeah. that's not think there are things being called progressive that aren't like really it's, progressive it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like 
They're Prague kind of just the same thing. That well, progressive has now have. has an overall sound. So if you have an overall sound of what totally, progressive bands totally, do, totally. like yeah, my band sounds like Dream Theater from two thousand and one. Yeah, it's like yeah. and that, that was considered progressive. progressive so so my sound is progressive. progressive. Yeah. yeah, is that progressive? I mean, With to me, progressive well, is just if, like you're if it's rehashing something that's not new. Then is it then progressive? It's, progressive. Yeah. it's actually regressive. Kind of, they, they could call yeah. it reg yeah. metal. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> or like neutral metal. Reg, it's like neutral. <laughs> it's neutralizing <laughs> reg. Yeah, it's neutral metal. It's the uh, same thing. Reg rock. Reg rock. With yeah. that being said, I don't like hate. I don't hate bands that do that. There are plenty of bands I listen to who just like are recycling the same shit over and over. And that's what I like yeah. about yeah. them. So. The thing about Gent 2 is like the literal way it sounds is in the actual name. Like. The, gen, it, gen, it just all gen, kind of starts gen. to like sound the same after a while. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of like really low tuned, like syncopated, like groove riffs, which sound cool. Like at like the end of the song they after a bunch of gnarly alive. shit. Yeah, yeah. Live those oh, yeah. bands. It's like, and a they're crowd all tone junkies too. So you're like, totally. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that's they unfair. Really it's good. like <laughs> death metal, like sounds terrible live. And like, you know, not it's always, just, not always. Yeah, but, <laughs> I know what you mean, though. F yeah, like fifty percent, sixty percent of the time, it's, it's not just fair. not going to sound good. Yeah. It's not yeah. fair that we're like we don't trying know. to play all these crazy notes and shit. It's just like, yeah, I make it up there and just that is true. Dan, 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 yeah, God. and it's like and it's just super sounds, heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. Why we went on tour that's with. Uh, than my, my we went on tour with Monuments. You know, yeah, it's like they just sounded so much better than us every night. Like there's just, you know, they had like a new Sastry on drums. Oh, dude, like this. He killed it. What the fuck, man? Murdered. This is unfair. I loved watching them. And we're up there trying yeah, to like, tone you know, I don't know, do all this weird Flashy. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's just, like, it backfires. Uh, let's yeah. try to confuse everyone. You guys, you guys have the, a good mix of flashy mixed with like groove. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. I think that's your thing that you're doing is the groove. <clears throat> like you, you definitely have that groove through the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. We're try, we're try, I, think I think it's think, getting yeah, better. I think. I think we're getting better it's like at like doing that and not doing confusing yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah. We're trying to confuse people. <laughs> a lot. Well, yeah. like we say we're trying to confuse people a little less, but then like when we're like, we're pretty deep into an album now, and when I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, this is just totally insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you know? we trying to confuse people less? I don't know. Yeah, it's like. I tried to do that with our new album. I was like, I've, well, one, there's the performance part when you write, stuff that's really crazy you end up not having any fun when you play yeah, it yeah. oh yeah, my god playing guitar Dude, now now it's like you're panicking yeah because you're Shit. like you want to hit every note yeah and like that's what people are like or at least you think people are like staring at you that you're gonna are you when in reality like 40 percent of them note? don't know no, don't know what's anything. going yeah. on and if or they care. do especially know if it's a bad mix that night <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like that's all they're thinking this mix fucking sucks they don't care how you play at all you know but that stuff can be super boring to like yeah, yeah. to sit and be like okay well there's like 70 different time signatures in this song yeah that they each play one time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah in and a live no setting it can be nothing really, repeats like yeah there's nothing to, nothing to catch your ear like, on i'm gonna it's go get like, a beer I know. i'm gonna go I know. smoke and that's why, that's why <laughs> death metal is more of like it just works better like listening to it in your car that's yeah. not, like that. but yeah. but not, if not we're talking yeah. about like cannibal which yeah. is the quintessential yeah. death metal suffocation band. Or, or suffocation Suffo. yeah of course yeah they're obituary it's like you can name a million bands almost every one of the bigger like well-known death metal bands, they come through and just kill it live. Yeah, obviously, because you need the right yeah. mixture of like stuff that's not a million miles an hour. Yeah, and crushing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. like and their songs, their actual yeah. songs. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a structure to yeah. it. Oh, totally. Yeah, they're not riffs. Even solid. though it's so crazy, 
and sounds like, you know, it's death metal, but there's still a structure. And it's kind of like a clever structure, too. Totally. Because it's not a pop structure. Yeah. Dude, but I will say Necrophagist is, that is why Necro has uh, resonated so Mm. much to me is because they were like a tech death band that also wrote songs. Yeah. 100%. Which Mm -hmm. is, yeah. I I think Cannibal is the first band to do that. Yeah. You can say whatever you want to me, but I think they invented modern death metal. Like... I mean, because they have songs that are a little more on the tech side, and then they have songs that are almost like a death metal like pop song, you know, like Sentence to Burn totally. or uh, Scourge of Iron. Yeah. You know? oh, it's like Scourge. these are just like classic songs. You could throw Scourge death metal. on the radio. You could. Throw, I could, I'm sure I could actually picture on hearing that on the radio. That would be sick. That would be, a, that would be like a great day for metal. Well, one of our, one of our <laughs> Maybe best we're just songs, too far are, one of our songs that goes over live, always the best is temple of flame and it's the it's a it's like basically a pop structure song totally and you know you it's hard to tell because it's death metal and it's a very like scourge of iron like it was inspired by that song yeah so it's it's just a heavy beat down like choruses and 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 verses and stuff it's also very simple but it's simple to the point yeah Yeah. and that's what i love about death metal is that there are these kind of like catchy more poppy death metal songs, you know, like oh, yeah. that, uh, that like really popular decapitated song. I forget the name of, uh, when's the creation or, or tears of madness. It's like that kind of stuff to me is so freaking awesome and it totally kills live. So I guess that would be on the other side of going completely insane. However, <laughs> I've seen, you know, I've seen like decrepit birth, like a long time ago, like a house show, you know, <clears throat> and since it was such like, a tight room, it's just everything's just like cutting through perfectly. It's just like oh I feel God, like every time sickest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, every time I saw Decrepit on the Windsor or the uh, what was the first album, and Time Begins, and yeah, Time Begins time. era, like they sounded awesome and they crushed it every oh time. Oh my God, yeah, like with Casey on drums, hundred um, percent, oh, killing. Yeah, and it just sounded good. And, and some, those songs, those songs, yeah. Uh, Even though those songs classic. were like See, those songs are not face melters. Those are the complete opposite of the death metal pop song that we're talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> I know for sure. But something about how they did it and the way it was done cut through. Another one of the bands that was a face melter that always cut through live every single time was Disgorge. Yeah, I, I only saw them. Uh, oh my god, dude! The oh things that they would do to a club, just and if really? you were you know you listen to like. Uh, infinite parallels of infinite torture, or whatever. And you're like, yeah, this is gnarly. Like, it's probably crazy. But live, something about the way they did what they did, like, made people go insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it yeah. sounded good because it's just chugs, their tuning, their tone, whatever it was. It's something. the way that they move from riffs into riffs. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like there's like a groove this, in the grind. Like it's like I don't. Yeah. Right. Well, now that would be like part of that like slam thing or whatever. But then, well, they were their original slam. I know, but then yeah. we just called that death metal, in my opinion. Yeah, we were just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, death, oh, brutal that was de- yeah, yeah, brutal death yeah. grind. I yeah, like, yeah. Was that yeah, I was. saw them uh, at House of Bricks. Well, Animosity played with them one time. Nice. Like House of Bricks or House of Blues or Brick by Brick. Brick yeah, by Brick. House of Bricks is in Des Moines. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There is oh, a there House of Bricks. There is a House of Bricks. Yeah, Brick by Brick, which was like wait, Brick by Brick is which venue? We've played there in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, All the, the guy shows. from. Um, oh, as I lay dying. Yeah. Owns it. Yeah. He, but he d- he didn't. I don't think so. Back. Back. In Is the that day. that venue? Yeah. Okay. I right. didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That the, guy the guitar player. The guitar player. I think he must have bought he it. He probably or... bought it because yeah, that was a that was a venue for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That was like mm. the death metal venue. Like because. 
Oh, wow. You know, up in NorCal, you know, we'd always hear about, like, they, they would always have, like, super sick death metal shows there that we'd hear about. You know, like, oh, shit, Vile and Discord are fucking playing, you know, like, oh, you, like hear, you hear about, not even a festival, you just hear about super brutal shows going on there, mm-hmm. like, yeah. all the time. It was, like, a unique leader kind of hot spot. That's interesting, because I think that the first time we played there was with, like, Dillinger. Right, yeah. right. That's the venue we play. Yep. Yeah, okay, totally. Yep. Yeah, which was a really good time. Did you guys ever play the Jumping Turtle? No. Mm-hmm. no. Where is that at? No. In San Diego. A word. I played, uh, let's see, Brick by Brick, and then there was some other place that we played. Uh, it was called like Epicenter, something like that. Mm. What's that place that we, we've played at the, this like bigger venue? Uh, oh, uh, Glass House. Oh, yeah. Is that what it's the called? Glass House. Uh, that's in Anaheim. I don't know. I don't know. There I'm are shocked. a lot of glass house. There, there was one in <clears throat> San Diego, though, right? Glass house. No, it's like in a was, little I think town that was Anaheim. center. Might have been yeah. There's another place that's not glass house. Anyway, I don't know. There's a few venues that we've. I've been only. To I think I've only been to Brick by Brick. No, no. You've been to uh, this other place. <laughs> I just. Uh, I'm like my memory. It's not very good. Straight up. Yeah, that's funny because I neither can, is like, mine. Really? Yeah. When people ask me like, "Oh, did you?" I, I like, "Oh, yeah, I've been to." Asheville, North Carolina. Where yeah, like, where'd yeah. you play? I'm like, I don't know. I just know that I was there. Orange, an I orange know. place. I remember. <laughs> like, the building was orange. That's pretty cool. I can't even really get that far. I'm just kind of like, I know I was there. Dude, I yeah. can usually name, like, I can recall the entire layout of a place that we've played. Wow. But once I go back, once I go back to the venue, you know, then I'm you're like, like, oh, oh yeah. I've been here. Of course, Immediately. been here. I know, you know, I know what's all around. But touring there is such a blur. Like, it's hard to like remember details especially if you're drinking and oh yeah it totally is like some people's brains work like that yeah like where they can recall like you know oh yeah the bar looked like this and the the stage was like this and there was that one weird monitor that's how i am that's how i am from most places and i thought that it would always be that way until i started touring heavily and i started forgetting people's faces like if I have had a full-blown conversation with someone, I can still remember their face. But if I just said hi to them or was introduced to them briefly, then it's like, no, not going to happen. Well, what I what I did on uh, both the, uh, well, uh, a bunch of European tours now, uh, probably like three, I kept like a diary. And I took a, uh, it was like this app of that I had on my phone. Of each person's face. No, I, took, I would like, took a, I'd take a picture every day and wrote something about it. Hmm. And if you scroll back through, you can just totally remember every single day. Oh, that's that's really cool. It's really, really cool. And I want to make like a little book out of it. But that is a good idea. Even I mean, everywhere on tour, always. Because I did it. I did it for the tour that Entheos did and the tour that I did when I was doing my like electronic thing. That's cool. So I have like a picture every day. And then I said something, just type something, you know, like the show sucked. I don't know. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Have you done an archaic tour in Europe? No. Really? No. It almost happened like between the 10 years that we've been touring. Mm-hmm. It almost happened a couple times and then it just never happened. It just fell through. It was like, oh, you got submitted for this tour and we're like crossing our fingers like, oh, maybe it'll happen. Totally. Never happened. Then in t- 2020, in March, we had we were geared up, ready to go. Almost bought our flights and all that stuff. And But we did get a driver... And the whole tour was booked by um, Nick from Verbum. Oh, word. That's cool. So he put a lot of hard work into booking this tour. Some festivals were on it, Eastern and Western Europe. 
and yeah, got canceled. Then it got right. rebooked for later in the year because we're like, eh, you know, it's going to be a this thing. Yeah, will, this thing will blow over. Thing. That's <laughs> what I thought. I thought it was going to like blow over in three weeks. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, they said. Five. Yeah, two they weeks said. to flatten yeah. the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, two, well, I yeah. forgot about all of that. It's been so long. I forgot about <laughs> flatten two the weeks curve. to flatten the curve. That was the vibe. Yeah. And then I'm like, who's got the equalizer on this? Then <laughs> 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 it's just curve forever. Yeah. Can we just, can just we just infinite? Just, curve it, just take, take the coronavirus and then notch it out at about like 10K. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys toured Europe with Entheos? Yes, yeah. we have, actually. We went with, uh, we were with Beyond Creation and Gorod and Bra by Pain. It was sick. It was a super. It was too good of a time. It was Way bad. Too good. It was bad times. But when it's the, also when the good times turn, <laughs> you've gone too far. Too <laughs> You're like, it's nine a.m., dude. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we should go to bed, and then you have Hugo from Beyond Creation waking you up at like four p.m. Yeah, like every oh, yeah. day it's like, oh shit, the, sun, the sun's yeah. coming up. We need to go to bed. This is like because when times. you're a band who's not used to having a bus, and you all of a sudden are on a bus, it's like, mm. all right, it's time to to let loose. Because in America, we're not letting loose because yeah, someone's like, driving a fucking van every night. We gotta, but yeah, and then also that band uh, Gorod, Gorod, are French, mm-hmm. and apparently French people are nuts. So. <laughs> they kind of seem nuts. I've yeah. never really like hung out they're, with them. They're I fucking love their nuts. Music, but they're nuts. Yeah. They're I know nuts. they're into really good music, and so. they play perfectly every single night, yeah, no matter how yeah. hard anyone partied the night before. So we'd be also, like, those guys. They'd be awake at like okay. We would all go to bed at say seven in the morning, and they would be awake at like nine. Dude, and, it was and the like, bus would be driving through the town that we were in, and Gorod would be outside of the bus, like at a restaurant. Drinking wine and eating cheese. Yeah, like have like food. While we were rolling down the street, I'd be waking like, up in our pump. so unbelievably hungover that I was like, I just yeah. like wanted to cry, you know. And they'd be like pouring wine and yeah, just, just good to enjoying go. Enjoying their time. <laughs> just like what is what yeah. the hell's going on here? They just operate like like that. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but I tried to keep up. They're a lot was, of fun, though. That's the man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, they, yeah, they listen to really good music, like you know all the. French electronic music and all, all, all kinds of electronic music in general. But we would just like play the show and then uh, in the like lounge of the bus, you know, we'd just be like fucking jamming music. Yeah, it was a part like screaming and just being crazy. The like cool stage thing was diving. That, like. Yeah, we would, do, we would do that and someone would be like flicking the lights and doing a light show every night. I think yeah, yeah. Like, someone would get on the like little like switch uh, uh, over by the like door, you know? Yeah. And they'd be like, like just yeah. going with the music it was so it was fun. psychotic like there there was a day that i we were still awake when we got to the next day's venue like oh, we wow. pulled up outside of the venue there was tons of days yeah. it was like we're at the venue i gotta go i gotta go to yeah, sleep time this to go like, to sleep this is nuts so yeah like and you arrive you at, arrive at, at the, the venue. next day's venue yeah yeah it's like and you have like not oh. gone to sleep yet. yeah yeah like yeah. you look outside and you're like oh fuck it's like light outside but it was you're just in one of those some tours. little fucking european town you're like what it the was fuck? like everyone got along really well i know you know you could go on a, a tour in a bus with three other bands and it's like people aren't very cool but every band was super cool and we were like homies with them forever i think yeah. that's really what it was at the room. yeah it was that we that's, all got along so well 
It would be like if we had a bus. And it was disastrous. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be yeah, like, because the fun never ends. Yeah. 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 Fun. We would yeah. just be like always trying to hang It'd out. It'd probably it be like, more fun if we had a bus yeah. together because we know each other. So it would be like fully, you know, just we all from kind of the speak beginning. the same language. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was like that, you know, like there's just, there's not really anyone to be like, let's go to bed. You know, you know what I mean? Or like, fuck like, you guys. This isn't fun. The inmates, you know, what was the driver like? What was, uh, what was his... Uh, okay, the first driver was, he, he was was awesome, but then we got the second driver. I can't remember his name, but he wasn't as cool. Yeah, they uh, they put up with our bull. I don't want to say his name out loud. <laughs> they put up with our bullshit, but they made us pay for it. Really? How? how? Like, uh, with money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah, with money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cash, they were... Cold hard cash. <laughs> cold hard cash. <laughs> they were like... In hindsight, actually, I've never thought of that. Because I've always been like, man, that fuck that bus driver. But it's like, you kind of did have to deal with a no, lot of No, not, how could you say fuck any No, because they who's... were always sweating us. Like, they were, okay, okay there was dude, one day. we had to pay them a fuckload of money and like, they're not listening to this, fuck them, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> but they might drive us again in the future and then I'm yeah, going to wake up know. on a mountainside. They wouldn't know, I mean, come on. And we're going to be falling off. Uh, they did some stuff that was not so chill, but in terms of the partying, they put up with it. They really did. But they would do stuff that was like, A, they'd make us give them a bunch of money. Like, hey, the venue doesn't have any food. I need like 40 euros. Something crazy. You know what I mean? Like they were getting paid for that. And then uh, another thing they would do that was weird was like, they they would always be be like trying to go park somewhere where it was like way easier for them you know what i mean well the one day okay so we played in porto portugal yeah and to get to like the drop-off point for the venue it was like a garage and you had to pull like slightly up a hill it was I mean, a we're fuck, talking it was like a, hill. a fucking three percent grade like a yeah. little hill so they claimed that the bus could not be pulled up this hill nope can't do it so no, they made us it. load in from like a mile away oh. yeah. yeah yeah so i we, have it on my phone because i was gonna <laughs> yeah. complain and i was like i videoed the whole like how long it took to walk which it was, was a long like time so far it took like yeah. 15 minutes because we had to load our stuff up that hill so it was like 30 people in the tour pulling shit like constantly running back to the bus pulling shit up the hill and we were like what and mind you it was like i mean get up we're we're loading it you know, oh yeah because obviously it was, it was we a had drop a, and go we had a good time the night before right so it's just up out of nowhere like you know bunks up and hey you got to get up we're loading right now and i'm like all right what's going on and then we're just on the side of the fucking road somewhere you know like these little european roads that are this big mm -hmm. and then everyone's just kind of like no we were on a busy like road we were on a busy road it was in a tourist area it was like the we took a picture it was busy but it was this big yeah that's what it I'm was saying. busy and yeah. it was that big so we had to wake up on this busy ass road and take all of our shit to the venue but at the end of the night they pulled up to the, the directly spot. to the venue it's like so they pulled up to like the entire tour packaging clap they're the the entire tour package clapping like and cheering <laughs> like yay like, we don't have to yeah, do that again you made it know, you made the, it the funny the fucked up part is it's like you could pull up here yeah what are you doing so but a lot so of paid. stuff like that paid dearly. but i mean these bus drivers if you be, counter they're, out they're the a, partying though yeah, now yeah. that i think of it i don't blame them you know i actually never thought of that until now me either because they're like oh what was the bus driver like i'm like Oh, yeah. Well, I guess he did have to put up with he us. He also being had like to drive insane. a bus. 
Would like, you want to yeah. drive a bus? With I insane would... people in it 24 yeah. hours like, a day. Right. People that are like listening to music super loud and like moshing. Well, you heard what we said. We were fucking flashing the lights all Actually, night. Actually, I have so. videos of that, of us like flashing the lights and screaming and like crowd surfing and just like being. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to be like not drunk dealing yeah. with that. No, that'd be because shitty. Because drunk people are already kind of bad to deal Is with. Is this while the uh, bus is moving? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So the guy's also That's trying to I'm keep saying. you alive on tiny little European <laughs> yeah. roads in a giant fucking bus. You guys are raging bus. right now. <laughs> <laughs> the back <laughs> <driving> this <laughs> thing. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> He's like... Yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh! Yeah. It was awful for yeah. him. Yeah. For them. Yeah. For us, though, it was... It was <laughs> ultra sick. It was super sick. It was really, really fun. But that was one where, I mean, going to Europe is so expensive. You know? Mm. That is kind of the thing. You have to, like... like I mean, what, Cheney and flights? I... Like, yeah. Cheney and I, like, drained our personal accounts to do it you know what i mean so merch how did that work it was not bad i mean we did we sell did merch well. and yeah. did fine we had merch printed there but the thing is that like if you do the numbers when you fly to europe you're paying i think we paid like two thousand twenty three hundred a week or something for the bus Oh, those those buses euros? are expensive, dude. It's insane. Yeah, yeah it was euros, euros bro. What's that? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. In the, I don't know. So it was like maybe twenty six right? or twenty seven hundred dollars. It's like a buck. We took At our the time. So I think it was like a dollar twenty five. We took our sound guy. Damn. So we paid him. Yeah. Uh, so that's like five getting, plane tickets. Getting yeah, plane tickets plus like overweight stuff. Everyone is taking. We took our light show to Europe, so it's Whoa. like we spent money. Yeah. It was a lot, and then. The bus stuff, it'll be like on paper, it's one number, but then in reality, there's like all kinds of extra stuff. Like I was saying, they're like, hey, we want 40 euros for a fucking schnitzel or whatever. And then there's like parking, there's like, yeah. <clears throat> oh, we're, we got to take a ferry over there. It's 100 euros, you know, it's like, fuck, man. Sometimes like, you have to pay, like there were fees to get across the or like work permits there there's fees. all kind i mean dude it's you have to do work permits i think into the uk we had to do a permit and then maybe into another country and you have to pay tax on the money you make i heard the uk countries. is you got to do that that was something we looked into is like okay permits we have to do in the uk yeah do you have to do them other places i think it was just the uk and maybe like Italy I want yeah, there, there, might there be was like one, one other place random but country. then there are also <clears throat> countries that make you pay taxes on money that you make yeah like Switzerland yeah so yeah I mean you know it's yeah, just like, you're entering a million different countries it's you're you're totally that's subject why the, to, I mean that actually is why there's so much electronic music from Europe because I, I actually hung out with like one of my favorite electronic uh artists Rezo you know mm -hmm. that guy yeah and uh we were kind of just talking about it, you know, and he's like, the reason why America has so many bands and Europe has so many electronic artists is because it's just way easier to be an electronic artist there than to have a band. Because if you, if you have a band, there's just all sorts of restrictions and fucking taxes. Vivex, everything. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, totally. Whereas and if you're just solo, you can just kind of get away with, flying under the radar well, yeah and for them their countries are as big as our states exactly so yeah. it's like a whole you know we can, we can pretty much tour freely in yeah in the united you can states totally you can just fucking go on you tour. can tour yeah. freely you never go get stopped at a yeah. border you're getting stopped you get pulled yeah. out of the bus sometimes yeah i mean not every border in europe is like that but you do get pulled out of the bus like when you're in the uk 
totally. you know, they're so it's a lot. like Canada. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like Canada. Yeah, I mean, you're basically doing going into Canada like a lot. You know, I mean, you'll be in Germany for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, but we went going to Canada, there's going into Canada over and over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like going it's Groundhog's Day in yeah. Canada. <laughs> yeah, going into Canada is kind of strict though. It's yeah, for sure. Dude, we actually when yeah. we went with the Black Dolly murder, we had we went through a certain spot cuz they knew that the border was a little bit lax. And uh yeah, totally. there was like I know and like Cannibal had like at least 10 grand in like merch money with them, so they were trying to do some like yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you have to declare that shit going in and out of America and Canada, so they right. were like Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, our T-shirts are actually promotional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, there are we're like not making money out of them, so don't worry about like that. Yeah. Secret yeah. words, yeah. 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 And you got to have like a... They ask you how much, like, well, they don't always do it. It's always a different experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's never the same. Not, not at all. I mean, one time we had, the last time we went in was like so awesome. It was great. The guy Smooth. was just like super cool. He was yeah. like trying to help us out, you know. And Cheney couldn't get in for like most of the band's career, if you want to call it that, because she has got a DUI. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate. So she was not welcome. Canadian. Can yeah. The ultimate Canadian <clears throat> sin. Yeah. yeah. A. <laughs> it's like we love we love all drugs and domestic abuse, but we do not like when you drink and drive. Well, right. they just don't want any American drunks running amok out there. Yeah. Dude, I totally I completely understand I get why it. i was not I allowed and yeah but yeah. that's too. it's but only but okay for canada to do it yeah everybody <laughs> else is like no yeah let everybody in. Yeah. i also have been to like every country in europe you know so every country is pretty i think you could murder someone and go to canada and it's fucking chill really i think so i don't know I don't yeah so. i've heard that murder <laughs> you, but not a dui <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah yeah. So, and we're like, it took me a long time to be able to get into Canada. Well, we so you're, we, you're we, able now. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. We How's played in Canada a few times. So, okay. I got a DUI when I was 19. So, five yeah, well, so years. So, right there. Right there. She's 19. I mean, yeah. She made, she, but she I don't fudged think up. That makes dude. A difference. She fudged up. She wasn't even 21 yet. I know. Yeah. Well, and now she's but, trying to get in. She's like tw 20. She's, well, how old were you? 28. Yeah, I was pretty, I was 27. But so what happens after five years of your probation being served, you're uh, able to file for rehabilitation, which is what Canada calls it. After 10 years, you can just get into the country scot-free. It doesn't matter. Oh, really? It like drops off your like yeah, international Yeah, it's gone. Oh, so, okay. But after five years, I had to essentially fill out a ton of paper, get a bunch of like, um, what are they called? When the state stamps... <laughs> papers they're notarized i had to get a bunch of notarized okay. stuff from iowa and we had to DUI. do it like multiple times because it's like well i had to do it two times because i filled something out wrong so it was yeah, kind of, I, it was I'm my saying, fault. if you if you fill out something wrong at all it was like, like one yeah, doing, it was though. literally like one line that i filled out wrong and they sent it back to me but i got it back after three or four months That's what I'm so, saying. It takes so forever. i did the paperwork and i paid 300 dollars. and then 18 months later i just randomly got a letter from the canadian government and it was just as simple as like two sentences saying you're okay you can get into canada mm. now i know and we're stuck <laughs> you're rehabilitated yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> eh? sorry i'm sorry so about that. sorry that come <laughs> enjoy our most in our hockey yeah. Yeah. we got mooses too eh? but <laughs> what like well I mean, we had, playing in canada is super sick yeah, yeah yeah amazing especially like eastern canada like that was an awesome time. Me and Jared yeah, probably were, all of our best shows. Yeah, are always in like Montreal or Quebec. There's something yeah. about 
those two cities. That Some of the best like, bands come out of I know. that oh, that's side true. of Canada I know. too. And, and they just like appreciate what we're doing, like our specific niche so much more like it just they're just like so like yes like we love like thank you yeah they're yeah. just yeah. so grateful for you to play and so stoked and cool absolutely yeah we got like to play the heavy montreal thing and mm. that was like that is <clears throat> was that was like the best dope. day of my life and their it catering was, is like the best thing you feel like a rock star being in their so catering cool. it was you, so cool you had to like get a wristband and they allow it was a a wristband monitored like entry like system scan, in, like into catering. In. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you scan and you get in and then it's a five star meal. Like it's they had like a whole awesome. dessert, awesome. five star dessert yeah. platter. It was crazy. It's like what you'd imagine or like what normal people would think that like being we in do a band every is. Day on you know, like yeah. it's all yeah. amazing. And <laughs> yeah. It's like literally this one time. This yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The one time you didn't have to wait an hour and a half for uh, yeah. or you got a Little Caesars. <laughs> like, what? No $10 dollar buyout? Yeah, $10 yeah. or you'll get like a hot dog on like a, a yeah. white sandwich if, if, slice or bread if anybody slice. Like an open bag of Pringles. <laughs> yeah, if anybody watching or listening doesn't know what it's like, most of the time, 90% of the time, it's like $10. Per day, no, which no. is yeah, I'm like stoked on it when I get my yeah. ten, bucks, and that's I'm awesome. Like, yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm like, okay, go to Jimmy John's. Wait, and that's <laughs> buyout. <laughs> Jimmy John's. That's, that's the buyout. buyout. It's not per diem because per diem is like an extra thing. Yeah, is it? Yeah. So per diem is typically like what bands will do. To that's like, like your give everybody in the band like, hey, we're gonna give ten bucks. Yeah. Out so per diem is like your what you get from directly from your band per day, but uh, buyout oh. is what you are promised like buyout is listed as a separate thing on when you get like a tour offer. Yeah. yeah it was know? like in the contract. I remember that too. Cause there's certain places that had buyout and certain places that said that they would feed you. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah like that was the cannibal yeah. tour. Like usually it was like some, you know, some promoter <clears throat> from uh, Texas yeah. that's like, yeah, don't worry. I'll feed you. And he, he, he's got like one Domino's pizza <laughs> yeah. and yeah, like, dude. and like a 12 packs of paps. He's like, all right, you guys are You're gonna fine. I'd actually be pretty stoked on that. No, that man. would be sick. Beer like, diet. I've done way less. Yeah, but that's like, like between three water. bands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that oh. was it. Okay. <laughs> I, have a good I thought it was just for you. What's the lowest you've ever been paid for a show? For a paid show? Because we've all probably done a free show. Oh, it was a, it's definitely a door deal. It's definitely been a door deal. But what was the like end of the night? Yeah, payout. I'm saying I don't know. I'm saying that the end or... of the night payout was definitely a door deal. I think I don't want to say what tour, <laughs> but it was like a fucking good tour, and I think we got paid like thirty dollars. Yeah, oh. and the show I think was actually pretty good. It was it was decent. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, but it was in a city that is notorious. Nothing, right? Uh, nothing. Well, nothing be. is different than something. Yeah, okay. yeah, we've never been. <laughs> right, yeah. something because something. You when know you're so, not getting paid when nothing so when you go to, to get paid nothing. Usually, yeah, yeah. It's, it's if you true. go and you're promised a guarantee and they give you nothing, like that, some some foul shit happens. Yeah, and then you, everyone's like knocking on the promoter's door at the end of the night. Like all the bands are like, "Fuck this guy, we're gonna roll over to his house and fucking kill him." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's different. Getting being promised something and getting nothing. But uh, I think our lowest was seven dollars. I think okay, that's, that's our, like our that's, that's our, where you take that seven and you like frame it. <laughs> I know we were like actually like wow look at this like this is such a concrete number it's not even two digits yeah it's just like here's just seven, seven. <laughs> that's and I think brutal. that was like before that it was like nine was the was the uh 
I don't know the the, the benchmark for lowest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But well, then then I, then. I think we hit seven at one point. It was like a door deal show in like a basement or somebody's house or something like that. Totally. Yeah. And it was like, all right, the show made. That's like, like a forty dollars door deal. That's like a yeah. grandiose way of putting it. Did yeah. you sell merch though? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess yeah, we probably sold some merch. That then yeah, that's, that's good. Okay. Well, how about this? Here's another. Here's the. Um, the sister to that question is how many people have you played to the lowest number? Mm. Oh, okay. Have you gone zero? Because NK has gone, gone, gone zero. I think we've gone zero. We've gone yeah. one. Because I, I remember in Animosity, one. we were playing a show and there was like one guy watching us and like he left. <laughs> and I remember Chase being like, the no. only guy I can't leave. Wait, <laughs> he left in the middle of the show? Yeah, that's, he was in Arkansas. That's fucking horrible if you're playing yeah. a show and the and guy walk, doesn't even feel bad enough for you. can see walk away while you're playing. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't even feel bad now. for you. You yeah. know, he's no. like, I, remember I, was, I remember Chase fuck. being like, the only guy here can't leave. Like, we're, why are we even playing? <laughs> He's, he's literally got to <laughs> dislike everything you're doing <laughs> enough to be okay badly, with being an asshole about badly. it. Badly. There's like no pity watching. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to be the only person here uh, hating this, so I'm out. Yeah, I'm not obligated to be here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've not, I wish that I had like the, the courage to be that person because I would... 100% if I were the only person who yeah. was at a show, I would watch the entire show. I'd be like, we gotta, we're, we're committed. Yeah. Gotta well, it's like here. your show at that point. It's so <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll like write about it on the internet. Like, yeah, I saw that band yeah. when they were super yeah, underground. to myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that happened. Have you guys heard of Charlie XCX? Mm -hmm. We saw her and it was just us watching the show. Really? Yeah. It was uh, so Steve Aoki has a club or had a club. Oh yeah, Dim Mac. Yeah. yeah. So we, we used, used to go, go there, there like, all the yeah, time. Oh, well, we went there every Tuesday. Yeah, because on like, Tuesdays it was open bar from eight to nine, so yeah. we would just get tanked and watch whoever was playing. And Charlie XCX was playing there, and I was way into her when she just had like this EP out. But we were the only people there, and I was just like dancing to Charlie XCX. I think she, that was before she had. Like a hit. There was some yeah, no, she, she was. She has totally something with like Iggy Azalea. Or something. She's gigantic. Yeah, yeah that's dude. wild. I've yeah. seen, I only I've know, seen a couple good shows. I only know that she's huge because she shows up on Facebook's targeting options <laughs> when you use Facebook ads. So really? You, you're you're definitely made it there when yeah. when you can target the fans of Charlie XCX. Yeah, totally. That Got means it. she's yeah, and she had that hit song with Iggy Azalea. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. I'm so fancy. Yeah, or something like that. Yep, Iggy Azalea it. kind of fell off though, right after that one really bad video. Something oh, happened. she was rapping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was she that freestyle? That? Dude, let's pull that up right now. I know that. Okay. Freestyle. <laughs> pull up. This, let's use this computer. This it for pull her. up. I don't know. It I haven't. I haven't like heard about her since then. I know she like started working with Ti or Tip. Wait, Ti is Tip now. He was always Ti or Tip. Really? I think so. Yeah, wow, I don't I ever remember. That. But uh, I don't like know how like legit <laughs> that dude is. He's like <laughs> so he's, he's not like he's not Kanye. But or, failed. He but ain't no yeah. He ain't no. Tire marks. Tire marks. Wait a minute. Oh, finish line with fire marks. Hang on a oh, second. this is a reaction oh, video. What's going on here? I think this is what did it for. <laughs> Chance, you're way better at freestyling than Iggy Azalea. <laughs> is she not saying words? I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. 
No, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought she like I thought she got she said something racist. Can we watch it without Peter Griffin? That like stormed the internet. Well, it sounds like people are into it, like at the time. Well, people probably don't know any better and like the social pressure to be like boo. But also they're probably like, Are my ears just blown? Like is she really she might really be saying words and I just like it just might be a bad She's rapping so fast. Right. Oh, it's got official lyrics. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the lyrics. No, it's on there. Oh. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody transcribed it. Tie your marks. Finish line with fire marks. Fire marks. I gotta be honest. What's these, going on? Here? I gotta be honest. These lyrics are making it make more sense <laughs> because I can like kind of. No camera. I don't care who. No, she did say some words she, in there. Yeah, but she yeah. was like she mixing was non-wordery words. with real with words, wordery. Yeah. yeah. So it's the joint when I got when the boys. This motherfucker thinks he's the same with the boys. I got to go, but I get my drink. And what you motherfuckers think? Oh my god, they would never do it. I don't want to be one of you. Yo, Gabby, Gabby, uh, I watch cartoons. <laughs> Dude, spot on. We definitely jammed that quite a bit when it came out. That you do. You could probably remix that freestyle into like a really funny ass like bass music song. Oh, I forgot that I have. Yeah, you're good. Tornado. 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 Yeah, the Chasmanian devil. That's what I call that. <laughs> uh, but the other thing, too, is she's like a nice, like, Australian, like, white girl. But, well, she's all tight. I'm a tall like, like, that is like, that's. So know, that did it for her. That's kind of like. I don't like, know. I mean, honestly, I think that was like five years ago or something. And since that video, I haven't heard anything about it. Me either. It. Yeah. And because. I remember that when that came out and it was it was awesome. I loved it. I was like, this is this is the best thing ever. Thank you for this. You know what I mean? It was like that Fergie video. The Fergie Hershey Peter uh, Pants? No, I don't know that one. Fergie Peter Pants? <clears throat> That's what I heard. It was uh, like when she did the uh national anthem. And it was mm. like really, really terrible. Oh yeah, and she was just like just having an off day and it was just like super. She was trying thing. to be like jazzy or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like it didn't follow the original cadence of the tune. Not at all. Not at all. It was unpatriotic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but some for some reason, Cheney like finds out about like um, pop stars like right before they become famous. Mm. That is true. I'm an yeah, like she was. Okay, so she was like, we your, listened to Iggy Azalea like the next one way before yeah. she was famous who, at who, all. Who's gonna me? pop off now, Ch Cheney? Yeah, we can we really can tie sure. it back to this podcast. For no, Cheney, you do you have found out about like no, it's you so find true. out about them and then I knew boom, about I knew huge. about Lady Gaga before she was well known. Wow, yeah, and the weekend. Yep, I'm. I actually should be like a. I should Blogger. work for a label. 
Yeah. A blogger. <laughs> well, at least think more of me than a blogger. What <laughs> the fuck is a blog? I would imagine. Though, I know. Does anyone have a blog anymore? Uh, that wasn't a diss. I you imagine know who that, does like, have a blog? Everyone who's ever wanted to share a recipe that they've made. They've got a blog. With everyone. Because you need blogs to put the recipe on. You need yeah. a blog, and apparently you need to write like a life no, story about wrong against chicken blogs. Well, no, but uh, Nobody blogs anymore. Everyone vlogs. Now. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Like, this yeah. is almost. Or maybe could be considered a vlog. Kind of, yeah. Well, I actually it's did like a social did vlog. Do one vlog. I wanted to. I was all hyped. I was like, Trinity, we gotta start doing a vlog, man. It's gonna be sick. Like, let's do it." And I did make one episode. That's true, because you built out our van. Yeah, but mm. we didn't I've, really I've take attempted, it further than that. I've had some false starts vlogging. Yeah, to, dude, yeah. totally. Yeah, have you? Exactly yeah, what it I did was. a band build one. Never got released. <laughs> <laughs> That's how really? False start it was. I, I, That's yeah. super false. <laughs> Wait, what kind of ba- uh, van build did you do? Uh, just some like spill out the van, van, van. Yeah, it was like a, a bed between the first. It was our fifteen passenger van, and we've got like <laughs> I always wanted to like not get rid of all the seats. Yeah, but yeah. keep some seats mm-hmm. and like legally seat belts as well. And okay. The, okay. The, like our it. van, the last seat is all the way up at the back. Right. So it's almost like. <clears throat> I think you guys have the same van as us, pretty much. Probably, if just a 15 yeah. passenger. I think it is. Like when I was sitting is it a in Ford? It for the wedding, I was like, yeah. this feels like being in the arcade van. Yeah, yeah it yeah. feels like going on tour. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. But all it was was a platform uh, between all the seats. So there's four seats. We took out the middle two, put a platform, and then we made a hingy thing. Where you can slide stuff under the platform for storage, and you can sleep on top of it. Oh, that's smart. Okay, but it's now still is seats. the is the bench that's closest to the driver flipped around, or is it still going forward? Still forward. Okay, it's like a car in the front. Got it. With a bed in the middle, and then another bench, and then a bench in the back, which is like so you can sleep like five, four people, or how many people are you sleeping in there? Five. Is there any like one bedroom apartment type vibe in your van where someone can, for instance, if you were taking a woman on tour with you, is there any place for her to change? Nope. Yeah. Well, no. They yeah. did. They built. They built <laughs> no. a. Uh, That's what I'm. A shower and there's there's a working <laughs> stove. Yeah, uh, and there's a, also a like a powder sink. station. There's a powder station. Yeah. 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 And there's actually a, a bin. There's a vanity there's a, mirror. <laughs> there's a bin for uh, female. Uh, what do they call them? Um, toiletries. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just like folded into the yeah, ground. Folds out. And you pull it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a pretty good setup going. Yeah. That's that's we the dude. It's got to it's got to be a trip being a chick van? on tour. Dude. Well, no, we don't, we don't. that's that's like the yeah. It's weird at night being the like only person who wants to go into a gas station to pee you know i don't really i mean i can squat but i don't really want to get out of a van and squat and i i insist on like going to a bathroom so yeah it's that's the trip of it and uh and just like changing like if i wake up in the morning i want to be able to change and like have a little bit of privacy right yeah so we can Take our shirt off. Yeah. yeah. Or I could, like, I could just be like behind the, like, since this is the van bench. You know, I could have no pants on right now. Yeah. You but know. I also yeah. feel like. But also, like no one's trying to peek on like a, like <laughs> yeah. a naked dude yeah. well, trying to change, right? Beyond there's like, that? oh, there's a naked dude. Yeah. But if there's a naked oh. chick, people are like, oh, holy shit. Like, you could actually surround like a naked <laughs> chick by 10 naked dudes and it would detour anyone wanting to look at the naked chick. We'll try that. That's how you got to do it. Good idea. Good idea. Good idea. The naked dude dare 
<laughs> you know, I like have just because I've been doing it for a good amount of time. I like have come up with alternative. You've like, mastered ways. the art. Yeah. But the best way like, is blanket. for yeah the blanket. I ch- I'll change and like fully shower in a van with no one catching what I'm doing. There like is like baby wipe shower, right? No, I like I don't fuck with baby wipes, dude. I put I throw water on a washcloth and I like shower that way. Oh, okay, so you you lady wipe. Yeah, lady wipe. Baby wipes <clears throat> leave horrors bath is what she yeah. calls it. Horrors bath. I call them horrors bath. <laughs> like I used to do it in brothel <laughs> yeah. there back in uh, <laughs> New Orleans in the 1820s. Them whores were smelling real nice after them bath. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I do, I do declare you smell real good after your horse bath. You're ready to powder up and get to work, ain't you? I don't know where that came from. It's just a horse bath. It sounds like something they say. DNA. Yeah, that. that's that horse bath. Yeah, my yeah. girlfriend, she takes them horse baths. What, what do you call it when a dude wipes his balls with the rag? A gentleman's, gentleman's. <laughs> gentleman's quiff. <laughs> gentleman's a gentleman's <laughs> wipe i gave myself a gentleman's wipe what about your girl yeah she had a horse <laughs> do it do it and do it in like a really like uk accent uh <clears throat> hold on it's gonna be hard to break out of this a gentleman's bath a horse. <laughs> I, um, excuse me yes oh i would like to uh, i'd like to have a gentleman's wipe please but my my lady would she would uh she would definitely like a horse bath yeah? <laughs> or no the drunk scottish guy oh man <laughs> Well, fucking, uh, it took me a gentleman's wipe, but I tell you, my girlfriend, she got a horse bath. I drank me a pint of warm melon, she had a horse bath. I'll, I'll give her a horse bath with my tongue, I'll tell you what, my tongue. I, uh, can I give you a, a tongue? Uh, oh, never mind. I'll stop. Fucking horse no, bath. A horse bath. That was a great tangent. <sighs> a horse bath. So, yeah, she does do horse baths. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I get. <laughs> but that does remind me, uh, we went to that music festival did it remind you guys. hold on did it remind you of the generator story oh because oh that's God. what it reminded oh, me of fuck, that was one of the most mind-numbingly brilliant well i think we have actually tangents. talked about on the podcast oh. that we went to like a rave base because we got covid there so we've mentioned it yeah but, uh, total disclosure you guys did not catch covid i caught i did think i caught COVID. covid i got a, a sinus infection that could have been from it. Yeah, slightly for the, COVID. For those but I don't, don't get tested because I don't we, need the government knowing my business. Yeah, I'm just yeah, for sure. But we went to that fest with Jared and Chance and Shara, who is not present, unfortunately. Next time, Jared shout out Jared Bear. Jared, you Jared's fiance. I wanted her to come on. I was like, you should come on. I know. Yeah. I was thinking she would sit off I know, over I was there like, when fuck, she said when she, said she was down, but she has to work super early tomorrow, like six a.m. Oh God. Yeah. Got it. So, are you gonna grab like a Uber home, or are you just yeah. gonna stay here? Oh, okay, chill. Uber. All right. Chill. Are you working tomorrow? No. Well, I mean, I am. Do you work, I work tomorrow? Chance? I work tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my god. Damn. So you're just chilling. I'm just chilling. What time do you gotta get up at? Whenever I get home. Okay. You're getting up. That's when you what go. time you get up. <laughs> oh no! I thought you said when you go into bed. <laughs> I said like, what time you gotta get like, up? Uh, excuse me, sir. You looked at him like, excuse me, sir. I don't know why you would ask me what time I'm what going a, to bed. What a what a ridiculous yeah. Yeah, what time you have and to get flagrant up. abuse of my <laughs> intellect with that question. No, uh, I, I gotta get up at six thirty. So you're just chilling. Uh, But we got to, it's fall back. So it's technically 7.30. So I'm getting an extra hour of sleep. (laughs) True that. Thanks farmers for that business. How long does that go on for though that that it's technically 7.30? Until my body gets used to it and I'm tired as fuck when I wake up again. (laughs) Right, it's technically (laughs) Until my internal clock goes, it was fun while it lasted, buddy, but now you're still exhausted. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not working tomorrow. So I'm hanging out. Do you not work Mondays? Um, I do. I don't. 
No, I, I just work whenever. It's not really there's no. <laughs> That's a sick job. That's yeah. I don't I know. know. I was just like, I'm just not gonna work tomorrow. It's, it's My job's real loose. I could it. call in if I wanted to, but I already took Thursday and Friday. I have to go see Noisia. Tell your uh, job live right so now. You're wait, calling which, in. You, live. So you saw Noisia on their last tour? <laughs> yeah, I saw them in, in LA. Did you did you see that they announced that they're gonna do some more tour dates next year? They're gonna do festivals, festivals next year. But I thought they broke up like you saw 10 a full blown ago. show no. though. You saw just them. No, well, it's like they still split booking, so it's just one of the guys that goes out. Uh, but uh, I saw Tice. Um, yeah, okay. Tice was good. Um, I was surprised. The last couple times I've seen Nick, and Nick's really dope. And I know Tice likes to throw a lot of left field stuff on, um, but he went full nar on everyone. Rinsed so wait, it everyone was off. just Tice? Yeah, it was just Tice. Okay. That's cool. There was no one opening for was him. Was it at? No, uh, no. There was a, like a local drum and bass dude. I forget his name, but he was pretty good. And then there, this chick, uh, Huxley Ann. She does a lot, like a lot of weird like left field bass stuff. So it was like an opener that played a bunch of like like drum and bass rinsers and like cr crowd hypey stuff. And then Huxley Ann went on and played a bunch of like weird left field stuff. And then Tice went on and then rinsed everyone off. I bet super, <clears throat> super hard. Where was it? I bet uh, this place called the Academy in L.A. Oh, I've never heard of Don't that. Know. It's kind of new. I think it used to be the Vanguard. Like I got in there and I was like, I used to, I used to. Go. There was heard of that. They would throw drum and bass shows there uh, when I was in high school, and it was the only club that you could get in that was 18 and up. So you're telling me that when you were in high school, you went to drum and bass shows in LA? Yeah. God, that's okay. so you've, So you've sick. been into electronic music like the whole time. You've been into death metal. Yeah, like like I like earlier, I like was like started going to raves. Like I went and saw like before Insomniac blew up. They were the ones that were throwing all the cool right. I remember, in LA. dude. I totally remember. Like back in the day when we lived in LA, we would just look for Insomniac events. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. pretty much. I mean, at this point, it's kind of back in the day when we lived in LA. It was like yeah, 11, 10, 11. 11 years ago. Yeah, I, I started going to like raves and electronic shows like two thousand and three. Oh shit! Like, wow. well, I was like a yeah, junior in high school, so I would go to like a Go Ventures party or like an Insomniac party, like How Sweet It Is or like Monster Massive or some shit. And then the next weekend, I would go to the showcase and see Spawn of Possession. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you were just cool. mixing it up. Open minded. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, for me, like, I fell in love with drum and bass, like at my the first rave I ever went to, because like when I was in high school, all I listened to was heavy metal and gangster rap, right? So I went to my first rave. That's and actually kind of like us. Yeah, in high school, that was the vibe. That was the vibe. Project Pat and death metal. Yeah, it was me. For me, it was like Bone Thugs. <laughs> I listened to like I listened to Crime Mob in three six in high yeah. school. Oh, nice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and metal. Yeah. Yeah, and metal. So I go to my first rave and I'm there for like three hours and I'm like, you know, there's like a trance stage and like a house stage and I was like, this is kind of cool, but I don't know if I'm feeling it. And it was the first rave I ever went to was called Monster Massive. So I wander around because I was like, I don't think this is my scene. And I, I all of a sudden I hear like this place where they're like the, the like the doors are shaking i was like what the hell is this and i open up the doors and it was the drum and bass room and i was like yeah. whoa and there was like a mosh pit and no candy kids and like <laughs> an mc like just like like doing the the the, the iggy azalea shit, but actually saying stuff <laughs> and i was like this is sick and it was like i was like wow and i was like it's like gangster rap and heavy metal had a baby. Totally. And it was like heavy drum and bass. And it was like Ed Rush and Optic and like Pendulum, Evil Intent, like Simon, Baseline Smith, like DJ Fresh, DJ Hype. Like 
that and that that era of drum and bass is like amazing that too, like early 2000s era but yeah that was like th that shit was heavy like that was it's like the technical death metal of edm yeah totally yeah. totally so i didn't really so see frantic too and like you can't just like casually walk into drum and bass and really yeah. like no. you know like i don't think that someone who isn't into music is gonna walk into that scenario and no. be like oh this is it's but like the best it's, scenario it's for them for to sure. walk into would be a live scenario where the the speakers are you know, yeah. where, where you're like feeling, yeah, it. Feel you it. Feel yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. But the vibe at like a drum and bass party is the same as like a, a metal show. Like there's, it's, it's, yeah. it, there's mosh pits. It's heavy as fuck. Like, it's and like, it's music a ton fans. of dorks. Yeah, it's dorks. It's yeah. all music fans. Totally. Yeah. Like you don't go to a death metal show unless you really like death metal. Like you don't go to a drum and bass show because it's the cool place to be. Like you yeah. might go see like a dubstep DJ and there'll be a bunch of like tourists that are just like, yeah, this is the cool place to be. But you go to a drum and bass show and it's all sincere yeah. like music fans. You it's know? not yeah. the cool place to be. No. No. So it's like I mean, the for Mr. Me it's cool. Bungle of, yeah. of EDM almost. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so yeah. wacky. Yeah, I got super into it too because of like a uh, face and uh, yeah, Sandthrop. Yeah, kind of that vibe. whole German scene. That, yeah, I love yeah, face. Noisia for and sure. Noisia. Like, yeah, I was just like, well, this is like crazy intense. Yeah, it's intense. I didn't, I didn't see a, a very much of a disconnect between a drum and bass show and uh, a, a metal show. Yeah. Like, I, I it took me like. forever to drag Jared to his first one, mm. but I was like, dude, you're gonna True. like it. You're gonna True. get to do all the same shit that you do when we go see Suffocation. You're gonna get to get drunk in the parking lot and mosh. I promise. And Jared's like, nah, man, I don't like fucking techno. Like, I was, I was like, like allergic to to electronic music for so long because uh -huh. I was yeah. of the position that. It, it all sounds like sandstorm. Like, or, or, no, or, <laughs> yeah, or it's like, it's like it was house, yeah, music. house yeah. music. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No one or is that, performing it. No one's right, making there's no, sense. There's no technical guitar. Right. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people get stuck in that mindset about it. You yeah. know. It's Which definitely. I, I was the same kind of way too, a little bit in the beginning. But like the one thing that kind of sets drum and bass apart from like just a DJ stand there is they usually have an MC. So there's a guy up there doing something. You know what I mean? Like like. Like freestyling, like hyping the crowd, you know, like hopefully not too man. much. Yeah, he's like a front yeah, man. Yeah. Like I think a good drum and bass MC. Also, the drum and bass MC kind of annoyed me. Yeah, I was like, man, I wish it was just. Sometimes they overdo the it. Sometimes they overdo yeah. it, but a, a good true. MC like knows how to like when to sit back, when to get the crowd hype. Just enough of a front man to be like, there's a face to this thing, you know what I mean, and not just some dude like, like you know, mixing. Who's just whatever. overtaking the drum and bass as well? Yeah. Like trying too hard to like do some shit on it where you're like, no one's asking, no one's, this isn't a cypher. Like, like that dude we saw at Unz Festival. I was going to say that. Okay. You guys saw it. You guys saw it. That's a different, the next night I feel like there was like a, a dude's friend who got up on stage and his girlfriend was like, babe, this is your time. This is your time. And he got up on stage and I was like, fuck, it would be a lot better if that guy wasn't on stage. Yeah. Like, no offense, I know scratching? it's his time. No, it wasn't. We he weren't there rapping? that night. Yeah, yeah, we walked back to the campsite that night. Oh, that's right. That's when you guys got I'll lost. I'll tell you what, though, yeah. that was so fun. That was oh, an I'm amazing. going. We're going next year. Yeah, we're going. We're yeah, going to fly, fly back. back. It was an amazing we'll festival. Back. Well, the cool thing about that festival is that there wasn't any like digga digga ding. No, no. It was ninety five percent like halftime and drum and bass, and then like totally. a, a little it bit of like of deep dubstep. It, it was like it was dark as fuck. or like not even dark, but it was just heavy. It was yeah. just yeah. Yeah. straight up anti pop. Well, I don't feel like, like it. but it wasn't like typical like rhythm dubstep where it's like yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and everyone's Which like gets so old. so yeah. old. It was like good left field halftime like 
and and drum and bass. There was tons of drum and bass. Was I was like surprised. So but I feel like that was a place where people didn't just stumble across. People don't stumble no. across. It's unfest. a dedicated. Yeah. exactly. It's a yeah. dedicated like, like taste. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they're a, they're a blog. They're like a like a EDM music blog. That like that's their whole job is to find sick music and be like, here you go, people. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> it's only natural that they would throw a festival. Uh, but I was really so impressed fun. with that. That was so festival. And I had like the best time ever. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. amazing. And I've never been to a festival where I literally liked 95% of yeah. everything that I saw. Like it's usually like you go to a festival and you're like I want to see that guy, that guy and that guy and that guy and the rest of it's kind of checking shit out, doing whatever, but like I've never been to a festival. Every time I was at a stage for pretty much the whole time I was there, I was like this is fucking everything that I love. This is my favorite kind of music. Totally. Even when we were eating lunch, like the day sets when yeah. we when I wanted to dance. That's the they thing that, so I didn't, that I didn't really like internalize about going to a fest is you wake up and you're just there. Yeah, yeah like, you're no, at the festival. No one has anything to do except for be there. You're yeah. super so you're hungover. Like, okay, That's when sad. you're like warming up for the rest of the festival because yeah. you're kind of hungover. Or you're, you know. Yeah, there's dude. Camping fests are the shit. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing better than a camping fest. It was fest. so really fucking is, fun, man. man. How I mean, sick would it be for something like that, but all the band or all the you know performers are bands like good metal bands yeah I would so love that. It's still it's still that john like it's still your metal music but three days of camping hosted yeah. at Party. a campground but it's like super someone has gone through it's a tastemakers metal festival exactly. like someone's yeah, gone exactly. in the thing is they have to have some djs like during the day maybe they're playing like it Just would DJ be kind of cool. Well, you know, you know how I mean? metal like, people, like a lot of metal people, I think, can get into synthwave. That's an easy mm, yeah. crossover for them. Yeah. So I think synthwave because, like, would during probably... the day when people are just like chilling on the on the lawn and stuff, like it's kind of brutal. Or to what make if a it band. was jazz yeah. or something like some some really or like yeah, some cool like stoner jazz. rock, like yeah. some, like some oh, stoner, stoner rock. rock like there, imagine if it had there was like a doom stage, a death metal stage, a black metal stage. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that exists like in Europe. I think Europeans do I'm that sure. kind of stuff. Yeah, they do. They do. They do it way, way more. Yeah. We're not doing that in the U.S. But, but I, besides, yeah, no. like Full Terra Assault is like one of the like outdoor camping kind of like. Festivals. I don't even know if I've heard of that. Yeah, that's a thing. Actually, yeah. like uh, Animosity played. Who would headline that? Um, like Our, Havoc. Oh, sick! Where's it at? Is it like a hardcore thing? It's like mid country somewhere it's like not close to us that's dope but that's it's dope. not i wish on there, the east coast i wish there were more things like that that went on because it does seem like most of the like metal festivals that exist in <laughs> <laughs> most of the metal festivals that exist in america are super mainstream yeah like there's yeah. The, you, uh, it's a you, rock you gotta heaven. like uber home after yeah and it's like oh, get yeah. them in and get them out of and, here and of. it's yeah, also yeah. like a twenty thousand people situation yeah. whereas it would be cool to do like a one thousand you know, I think a, Unfest a was like two thousand. Yeah, it's no right? camping. Yeah. It wasn't that. No many. one's camping. Is yeah. there a camping festival for metal? Yeah, Full Terror Assault. There is camping yeah. at that festival. Actually, by the way, if that if anybody who's watching now is part of that festival, get us and Entheos on it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> book us. It looks it looks like a lot book of fun. Us. It's like the one that I see. Like, oh, they're uh, they're doing this. Uh, uh, yeah, they get it. You feel like? Well, you I, have I remember going uh, the first time that Animosity went to Europe. We played a couple festivals where people are, were camped out and uh one of them was hellfest well hellfest that's like there's like three days one of the sickest festivals you had in fucking emperor was playing you know like it was yeah. and they just have insane. big camp sites yeah just everybody and then, but the thing is so we went to some other fe uh 
there was a there was a fest that Converge got. We were with Converge, and they got on like they were the only band that got on. But the other bands that were on tour with them just like got to go hang out, and it was crazy. It was like Converge, Wu Tang Clan, like Amy Winehouse, like a true mixed. Genre. Yeah, it was like all over the place. Like the next day, Air was playing. Wow. I feel like that's 100% something that you would not see. Here. Yeah, it was like all over the map, like mixed. I think Corn played, you know, just like total, totally mixed. Well, I've heard in Europe, like it's not that crazy to like listen to metal or to like go to those festivals and stuff. It's kind of like more of a, like it's more accepted. Yeah, yeah. People kind of yeah. listen to both. I mean, sure. there are like a lot of uh, bands who are fucking metal bands who are gigantic in europe that can't really draw that much here dude fucking the guy from behemoth was on like the polish american idol like he was like a like a like a, right like <laughs> a <gosh>. judge <laughs> yeah oh, really? yeah like a judge on the polish american idol like that like he's a, he's a star there there you go and they're like satanist guy you know whatever the the polish american idol is called like should but, we tell the nergal story Oh, we could tell the Nergal story. That was we got a Nergal story. Got a Nergal story. story. Well, the guys from Behemoth, like, always been big fans of their music. Fucking, they were a huge influence on us, like, for what we wanted to do live when it came to, like, triple, like, live vocals. Like, uh, loved them. <clears throat> we, uh, when we were on the uh, Cannibal Tour, we got our tour met up with their tour, which was, like, them, Watain, uh, some oh, other. Yeah. Watain is sick. No, oh, those dudes down. are a yeah. trip. Yeah, they're, sick. they're like, well, they were like, anyways, we'll, t we'll, we'll, we'll the story will evolve. We'll get there. We'll get there, yeah. yeah. But, anyways, the Nergal story is like, they were such serious European metal dudes, just like, couldn't have any fun. Like, no, yeah, yeah. sir, no fun having for us. We are metal. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and our tour was Abysmal Dawn. Uh, exhumed the guys from Cannibal, Cannibal and us. So, the, like, Mike Hamilton was in, in Exhumed, and that, like, all those dudes, like Matt Harvey and uh, whoever else was in the band at the time, like, just goofballs. We're all goofball, like, goofball Californians. Like, yeah, yeah. Playing soccer. Playing soccer. Just being drunk and, like, dorky and just having giddy fun. and having fun. Like, yeah. sincerely just having the time of our lives. And the, 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 the Behemoth tour was, like, all these, like, Europeans that were, like, dressed way too hot for the middle of summer in fucking Kansas. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, like, <laughs> not having a good time. Just, like, like leather boots yeah. that went up, up to your knee yeah, and like long sleeve shirts and then jackets and they're just like sweating and it's muggy and we're like hanging out in like flip flops and board shorts like hey guys you guys want to play soccer with us because we're like we got beer too and it's like yeah. we're having a good time and like you guys want to come play and hang yeah, out that's why they're sick and we <laughs> totally suck <laughs> but like they were just like no no, and just not having it and we're just like whatever and it got to a point where we're like we're gonna like purposely like const like try to make these guys have a good time because we know they hate it and, and <laughs> so, they hate fun. chances are they're having a good time too. they probably yeah, yeah. yeah. Been. it didn't <laughs> look like it though. they just don't yeah. show it the same way it yeah. really didn't yeah. tell i don't know it seemed like they were <laughs> by their it. rules like <laughs> so for them suffering is like fun because suffering is metal and then they can write a whole album about suffering <laughs> chance walked up to watain while they're like like i don't know what they were doing um by their van and offered them a crystal and like some higher vibration. <laughs> I don't oh, that's think sick. I don't, Wait, they were not down for the. No, I don't. It wasn't Watain. It was the. Uh, it was the. Uh, 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 the like the kind of stoner doomy band that well, played I was before just them gonna with the ask, chicken. In not it. to interrupt you, but I was just going to ask a question: Is there any European band that has ever written an album that's like about hallucinogenics or like about they've tripped and then written an album? I think Zaster. 
Uh, I don't know who that not is. Not Zester. No, not Zester. So, no. Zester is a. He's like he's like you know a one man I mean, suicide project. I feel project. like that's really no. common in America. There's a French like, black metal band that's love, really like, good. Death metal is that. very like a lot of death metal is intertwined with hallucinogenics. Well, probably decapitated. They have that one. Yeah. Organic okay, hallucination. Okay, yeah. Hallucinate. Yeah. Hallucinate. yeah. 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 Also, Soul, Soul Nitro is pretty trippy. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh anyway, yeah. So. But anyway, you were saying. Yeah, oh, anyways, back okay. to your story. Um, so, <clears throat> so that's I'm just kind of I guess I'm setting up the vibe of like the things. So it's it's the end of the night, and uh, the guys from Behemoth have like three of the hottest death metal groupie brides, like <laughs> yeah. you don't ever seen. Like they have like pythons, just like wearing pythons. Yeah, and stuff. is that true? <laughs> yeah, no. one, of had, one of them had four titties. I, I would yeah. believe it. <laughs> it's good for the effect. Yeah. yeah, no, but just like smoking hot like metal babes, and uh, there was like one couch in the in the back like the little green room dealie at the back of this place we were at it was like a giant like warehouse facility or something but anyways like an we're airplane like airplane hanger yeah like an airplane hanger but we're hanging out on the couch and it's like like me jared uh no not jared uh me like ivan alex bent and we're just like tripping out on how fucking awesome this is and the guys from exhumed uh and one of the guys from abysmal dawn like the guitar player that was in isolation in for me for a while that dude. Anyways, we're all Andy. just like, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Shout and, out. Yeah, and uh, Charles, Charles from Abysmal uh, Dawn, and and uh, Mike Hamilton, and we're just like cracking jokes and like having a fucking blast, and we're, we're like all cracking up. Like the three chicks that the Behemoth guys are gonna take to the back of the bus and do foul things too. <laughs> but they like and and the guys from Behemoth are just like sit, like not even looking at anything. They're just like sitting there just like not saying a word to anybody serious as fuck and we're like like cracking their chicks up just being goobers and having a blast and then uh nergal gets up and jared like wanders in from where he wherever he was at right and happens to see that there's a an empty seat on the couch so uh he sits down and we're chilling and i'm like wrong move yeah (laughs) and i and i like and i like I'm sitting next to one of the guys in uh, Behemoth, and it's like, whatever, his chick, uh, chick, chick, guy from Behemoth, and then Jared right here. And then all of a sudden, like, Nergal comes back from probably, like, taking a piss or getting a beer or whatever, whatever he was doing, and he looks, and he, then he, like, looks straight at Jared, oh, no. where Jared's sitting. And then, like, all the Behemoth dudes, since they're not paying attention to any of the fun, are, like, also totally aware that Jared has uh, <laughs> taken his spot. So I, I, I feel this elbow. And one of the behemoth guys is like, hey, if your friend wants to keep his face, he needs to get out of the couch. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, do you mean my friend Jared accidentally sat in Nergal's spot? That's a harmless crime. Jared, that's Nergal's spot. Get out of there, you goofball. And Jared was like, this is where Nergal was sitting. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take a spot. Here, come on. Take a seat, man. And and then he, he like, he like literally, like he looks like the Terminator. Like he's literally made of like steel. And he like, it takes him like two minutes to just sit all the way down. Like, and, yeah. and as soon as he sits down, there's like the sound of like gas release. And like, <laughs> and then like, he looks at us and he's like, your deaths have been avoided. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. <laughs> no, but like. No, he's, he said that. He said that, that. that was the vibe. <laughs> that was yeah, the vibe. No, but literally he was like the fact that Jared sat in that spot and then like his homeboy was like, if your friend wants to keep his face, he needs to get <laughs> off of the couch. And I was like, oh, all right. It was just funny. Super funny. No, but the other story. It could be like, that's a good way to go though. Yeah. Got killed by a, a Jared's dude like, take me out yeah. now. Yeah. Smother me in your, your metal groupies titties until I can't breathe. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, so the other thing was the the, uh, the opening band were doing some kind of okay. So Watain, dude, Watain, they were legit. Like we're like for for sure Satanists, and we're like we like for sure do rituals and shit because like Lucifer like gives us all our good ideas or whatever the reasons are. But they would like 
And, and they were so into they it. They were super into it. Like yeah. they, like they're fucking like they had two giant um uh coolers filled uh with pig heads. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Their shit yeah. stunk. Sure. Their sh- and like I remember the tour manager for Cannibal beginning like yeah. th- those motherfuckers all, aren't putting They're not going on stage <laughs> with no pig heads. They're really? not putting those really? fucking ice chests <laughs> next to any of our shit. Like or, no, he said we're not going out on stage if those heads go on stage before <laughs> Cannibal. Uh, that's kind of funny yeah. that, that, Big that, Pete. shout it, out it, it, like yeah, to somebody who Pete dude to somebody who doesn't know like cannibal corpse like couldn't hang wasn't down that's how hardcore this band was that we're talking about well they, yeah. the you know shit just saying? stunk no it stunk like you could smell well, they their weren't trailer. gonna they weren't gonna take take stage right after that happened these unsanitary yeah. pig heads yeah. because oh, it does cannibal yeah. corpse wasn't <laughs> good with that <laughs> that's yeah. funny yeah that is super funny yeah. <laughs> like that. Right. we did though we saw watain was playing like at the masquerade you know the venue the new one so watain was playing like In across Atlanta? the yeah. yeah across the like uh lobby yeah way from us and we went and watched them and it does immediately like you can smell the stench yeah but that's part of the whole sickest thing yeah it's like a 4d experience you're (laughs) hearing you're hearing rottenness your 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 olfactory senses are picking up rottenness that was actually how i heard of that band because evan was like dude he went over and checked it out and he's like you guys got to come check this out he was like it's so he's like dude there's like satanic hymns going on like because yeah when they were setting up they didn't play like house music it was just like satanic like him like, yeah. yeah yeah it was like yeah. so anyways these but going on after that oh, I, oh, yeah. oh, imagine if you were on tour with that dude yeah, i mean i've been on tour with really smelly stage clothes and that's I probably why all the other european it. bands were bummed as fuck because they just had to smell watain all yeah. the time yeah, yeah. that's, that's why everybody was in a bad mood yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, you can't be a, you it. can't be a satanist and be like in a, all in a good mood. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. like dude, chance my man right here. Come, give, give me something. You know, it's not gonna Satan. work. Satan. Yeah, you gotta be like, hey, bro, are, are, do you fucking hate everything him? that's righteous too? Because I, I do. <laughs> I remember too. This was um, when Alex Bent was drumming for. Oh us. yeah, there was another thing that happened. Tell that. Oh wait, you didn't finish. Oh yeah, finish the story. Finish the story. Yeah. So anyway, so Watain like had this section of their dressing room, and for some reason, the promoter thought it'd be a great idea to put our giant cooler of beer that every band was drinking in their little like spot where their uh, their little green room part was. And uh, so we had to bust into their green room constantly to grab more beers. And there, it got to this point where they were lit- legitimately trying to have this like pre- pre-show ritual. Like they were burning incense. They were doing shit. They were doing like whatever fucking Satanists do. <laughs> we got to move that shelf. <laughs> we were talking about it before the podcast. Like the shelf is a nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were legit trying to do a satanic ritual. And then, but we just kept busting in to grab more beers. And after a while, it's really like, getting... you're like a SoCal bro. Like, hey, yeah. sorry, sorry, guys. Hey, bro. No, bro, no, dude, like, dude, hail Satan and shit for sure. I'm just grabbing a beer. Like, you guys, like, just for like, sure. yeah, for sure, dude. Like, for sure, yeah, like, Satan, like, totally. yeah, dude, like, dude. big respect to like Satan and shit. Like, I'm just grabbing a beer. Like, don't mind me. You know, <laughs> which is like legit how it went down though, because they kept they were like, you guys need to stop coming into our current room. We're doing the I don't know what they said, you know, like we would take this very seriously or something, you know. And then we were like, yeah, dude, like that's cool, but like the beer's here, so like sucks for you or whatever. Like, but like do your thing, like yeah, for you and Satan, yeah, because Satan like definitely cares about what you're doing right now. <laughs> I'm getting drunk. Isn't Satan cool with that? Like, like yeah, anyways. I feel like that's satanic. Yeah, super. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 
But the other thing that Jared... The, according to the Mormons. According to the Mormons. Yeah, caffeine. Like, don't do that. No, but the other story <laughs> that Jared was saying was, like, that one of the other bands was doing some other shit, too. They were, like, burning incense and, like, doing a thing. And No, no, no. Wait, you were on was, a tour? How, wait, no, how did this happen? You were on a tour with several bands. No, no, this was satanic two... No, two rituals ba- before. No, our tour, the Behemoth tour, and the Cannibal tour met up in Kansas, and then they threw For a festival big, around it. Oh, so this yeah. is all surrounding one show. Yeah, this is just one show. Wow. One time, yeah. <laughs> we probably <laughs> yeah. would have got, like... This is where we... Murdered yeah, we by think. those other bands. <laughs> by the you would have got crucified upside yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we would have got St. Petered. Um... <laughs> No, but the uh, we we had just cu- we were like super you know we're like all into the spiritual shit we're into her, and uh, we yeah. had just got we like we got some really nice crystals from Arizona because we were like yeah crystals Sedona fucking no it was cr- crystal the the state or the city had a um, name cri- it might have been yeah crystal right when you go into Arizona from California it's called like crystalline state or whatever and we're like oh, let's okay. get crystals here at the crystal state yeah crystalline yeah, yeah. dude and it's like, like we, we put weed in weed county city. in california yeah. we put crystals in the van too and which is probably one of the reasons the van didn't die on us like yeah three of times course. when it should have of course we still believe but that. i mean hey it's like i believe it you guys totally. are into satan we're into crystals yeah you know we it's like there's both it's metaphysical the and spirituality shit, like, yeah no like, matter how you fucking spin it right? yeah you know except <laughs> like you know the the uh the overarching entity that we try to absorb uh divinity from doesn't eat baby flesh so it's like it's a little bit of a disconnect isn't Satanism like more earthly? Uh, uh, Depends on. I know. What I'm saying, I know. Occultism there's is like a light, like. light form. Yeah. Where and it's kind of like you're you're not totally down, but I feel like there's also a like people take it to the next level. Yeah. Always with any religion. Yeah. Well, yeah. For so there's sure. gonna be that's the, like the, the inherent problem in religion, Satan, right? Yeah. They're like most like the Church of Satan. They're like we don't believe in a Satan. No. We think it's like the rebellion of our free will to do and act how we want yeah. as long as it does no harm to other people. Do what thou wilt. all sounds great. But there's also all these different, you know, ways to interpret that whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some dark shit. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't yeah, surprise it. So be surprised. I mean, and people, I don't know how true this is, but people say that there's a, a difference between Satanism and Luciferianism. Yeah, I've heard that as well. So, uh, but I don't know, like, um, I'm sure there's people that take it to the extreme. I'm sure there's some really rad Satanists out there that are just like, are like, I think that a dude with a beard that watches you while you shower and then once you get up and ask him if you can get into the kingdom, he's like, I saw you masturbate. Not cool. You're done. Like, yeah, like, I mean, th- I think that's it's absurd sa- for sure. I think it's safe to say that there is a cool person out there practicing any Everything, fucking yeah. religion you could yeah. ever yeah. name up. Well, another thing you, you start of. to realize is like when you <clears throat> get into a religion, quote unquote, there's like, a million subsects yeah. of the right. religion. Of that That's religion, what I'm you know? saying. And yeah. there's probably like a really harmless version of like Satanism. You can even call yourself a Satanist. Totally. But it all goes back to interpretation. Yeah. How yeah. how closely you're going to follow this, how loosely you're going to follow yeah. it. You know, with, yeah. And what little subsect yeah. are you? And, what are, and, you, and yeah. what are the, what's the criteria beliefs? for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, uh, so anyway, so we had these crystals and one of the yeah. bands is <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing this thing and I, you know I was already pretty buzzed up and I was like I went up to him and I was like hey I noticed you guys are like doing a ri-. and I probably sounded like a fucking cunt American <laughs> dude, Californian like I totally know you're doing like a ritual like, bro like, I get I would have hated me too probably but I was like I see you guys are like doing a ritual I got a crystal if you were trying to like amplify the metaphysical like aspects of it like you can use it and they're like no we don't want your crystal and dude I, like, I can't right. believe you did that I wait never who are the guys who are doing that ritual uh, it was just it was the opening band. They were like they were like a stoner doomy kind of band with a chick singer. Okay, um, uh, aspiring Satanists. I don't even think they were Satanists. I don't even know if they were doing a ritual, but they were like burning incense <laughs> and like doing a thing that seemed ritualistic. Like the Watan guys were one hundred and eighty percent 
ritually like, for sure like, I actually yeah. just grabbed this because a guy gave me this at a show in colorado a crystal nice it's not a crystal or is it it's like a worry stone oh yeah i have like a sick crystal that i got from unsfest this looks like labradorite a, a guy just came up to me at, at a show uh that, that headliner that we did our first headliner in uh colorado which was oh, yeah. actually really sick yeah, it was sick. and he was like yo dude i want to give you this man and i was like thanks bro yeah. And then everybody else in the band was like super jealous. <laughs> yeah. I was really, I mean, well, you know like, what? One how of the, come you get a crystal, dude? And I'm like, eh, it's because I'm, that's my vibe. Yeah. Putting out there. You're a crystal man for sure. You're crystally. <clears throat> Do you know what one of the main uh, ingredients in uh, microchips is that allows them to hold so much information? <laughs> Crystals. Quartz. Yeah, quartz. Quartz. Really? Now it's like silicon. I think they like. Yeah, they probably, they probably, it, they probably, yeah, the you're The first right. computers were made with like quartz, quartz crystal. Yeah. Because it really? stores information. Stores tons of information. Imagine the information from the uh, the uh, the Earth and Mother Gaia that those quartz crystals. It's have probably just a layer of just pure crystal for miles. Around I mean, the Earth. Uh, Death had a song about it, you know. So, Crystal Mountain. Oh, that's true. Yeah. True. True. Death. Weren't you? Were you still in the middle of a story? I don't know. I think it was the about crystals. the rituals. So yeah, like, oh, oh, yeah. I know. I'm dying to hear the end of this because oh, we worked I, our way I, up to. No, it. I think that was it. Yeah, I basically was like, "Hey, do you guys want to use my crystal?" And they were like, "No, stupid, go away." <laughs> and that was that story. But the Watain <laughs> guys were like getting pissed because we kept interrupting their ritual to grab beers. Right. And uh, oh, right. And that was the and then the somebody end. somebody got oh, mad yeah. at Alex for wearing a cross. Yeah. He had a cross necklace on. Oh yeah. And That's they're like, mean. "You should probably like." And like I think he put it in his shirt. No, you know they're like, like you, yeah, you, you should probably tell your friend with the cross shirt, uh, cross <clears throat> tuck it in his shirt. And I was like, really? In the middle of the fucking Bible Belt in yeah, Kansas? Yeah, literally. Guy? <laughs> yeah, it's like we're gonna. He's in trouble. Yeah. yeah, he should have not done that. He should have been like, I don't think he did. You guys ought to, you guys ought to watch out. Yeah, you guys ought to watch out here, out here in Kansas, because I'll tell you what, the Lord and Savior does not like the choices you're making. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy, you better get out of here soon. Hundred percent European Satan playing your blackish metal or whatever y'all call it. But anyways, <laughs> like this was our third tour ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blast, man. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. So wait, Chance, you only did three tours. No, I did uh, four, four, five. Okay, five, four. I did um the first one with Flesh Consumed <clears throat> and Brain Brain Drill. Drill, Black Dahlia, Black Dahlia, Cannibal. Who else was on the Black Savior. Dahlia one? Goat whore and abysmal dawn. We were on a goat whore Black Dahlia bill too. Mm. They toured. Yeah, that's I remember each other a lot. Remember yeah, Trevor says like we've a... we've toured with each other more than we haven't toured with each other. Yeah, I think he said that whore. on our tour too, yeah. and it was like four years later. So imagine how many times they toured together oh, between those two. Those are fucking cool guys too. Oh, they're great. Like yeah. Sammy, super cool. Sammy yeah. was cool. Sammy. He was like, yeah. I didn't. I first when you guys we first hanging out with you guys, I didn't know if I was gonna like you, but you know what? You yeah. guys are all right, dude. He did that to <laughs> me too. He did oh, that. Look. Okay, so one night I I like. Grabbed. Okay, hold on. This venue had like mountains of like beer. They were just storing all their beer like right in by the, the backstage. backstage. So it's like so free I, I grabbed. I mean, it shouldn't be taken. I mean, I shouldn't. I should not have taken it. But I took like a twenty-four pack of beer and I ran it outside of the merch table and I was like, "Here, Naveen, hide this because we're taking it." Super slick. So yeah, and uh, I, was, and I was like, "Not that." I got so caught. I, like, I got caught. Go it wasn't this was cool. Oh, go horse no. beer. No, 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 no. The it was the venues. The it was the mm. venues beer. So I gave it back and everything, you know. So the next day, Sammy came up to me and he's like, "You know, I knew I was gonna like you." 
but I didn't know I was going to fucking love you. <laughs> I was like, all right, it was all worth it. Yeah. Like I cried yeah. at the end of the night because I felt so bad. I was like, I'm no, a and we got like, we also shamed this. and embarrassed. Yeah. We also I got a talking awful. to. We got a talking to. I've, no, been, yeah, the, I've, can't can't I've been the one who's got the talking to a bunch of times. Really? Yeah. Well, I got thrown out of a show before. What? The origin show. See, I've never done anything oh, like no, that. I got thrown out of a show. Yeah. Remember when really? I got yeah. thrown out of a show? Yeah. We had our bass player that got thrown out of a show. We got a bunch of stories. Let's, uh, let's yeah, think. Well, right. I got thrown out. out of a show and I learned a really important lesson at the show. So if you're thrown out, you that can't was, play. That was what <laughs> I learned about. That was, I learned at the show that I stole the beer from. I was like, if I do a horrible act, like there are some people who are going to be mad at me, but Sammy from Goat Horror is going to think that I'm like Badass. rad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it's like a, it's the scales. They kind of I neutralize know, I, themselves. Because after that, you were like down. I was, it like, was like, Chaney's down. Well, I was like, Sammy likes me, dude. That's like, <laughs> I'm in. But okay, so like, I that actually, worth it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good that's feeling. What I'm it feeling. was worth it. It was totally worth it. Totally. Totally, totally worth it. Because actually, they got their beer back in the end. No, because well. Ben was down too. Yeah, no, he was they, like, no, oh, it was, for sure. It was actually, dude, like, it was actually, yeah, they, actually, they probably Sammy drank most ben. of that that twenty point pack you stole. <laughs> Sammy and Ben kind of cornered me, and Sammy said like, it to me, oh, and Ben yeah. dapped me. Yeah, it was yeah. like a. So I felt like it was initiation. Oh, that's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> of course, the elders would approve too, because yeah, like, those yeah. guys are fucking legendary. Oh, oh legends, yeah. 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 Total, pure legends, utter Real. legends. Um, especially dude, Ben. Green, ben. Oh, oh no, fucking Sammy too. Crowbar, he was in Crowbar. Acid bath. So I, I like saw green. Sammy in Kansas City on the last tour that we played with Beyond Creation, and I, it was just like we'd just come off the tour. He remembered like you? Time. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, you guys toured yeah, with Beyond Creation, cool. too? Mm -hmm. oh, no. oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Those guys 2019? Cool. Yeah. 19? Oh, that's after That was our last tour. tour. That's after oh, damn. with Fallujah, too. Oh, word. Awesome. Okay. What's your, I wanted to, what's your, what's oh, yeah. your story? Oh, yeah, so I was actually it? just going to a show, and, uh, it was at like one of these, like in Oakland, kind of like a more warehouse type venue. Mm -hmm. And they had porta potties, but they were inside. Mm. Are all of the Bud Lights drinking? No, there, there's, there's one more. Should we re up on this? There's some more yeah. in there. We should, here, I'll go get some more truly. I think Chaney's probably heard this story. But, uh, so yeah, I was like watching Origin and, uh, I had to pee. Right, mm -hmm. and so I go to the line, but it's this is all inside, right? And there's like a fucking huge line to get in these porta potties, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm just gonna go piss behind the porta potty. So I go behind the porta potty, take a piss, but it's in some warehouse, like in the venue, mm -hmm. and then uh, <laughs> like that would fly outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's where the fatal error. I was buckling my my belt up while I was walking away <laughs> and someone Not saw slick. me and was like, dude, did you just fucking pee behind there? And I was like, Oh, I got fucking kicked out <clears throat> and I was like kind of drunk. And then I was like outside, like, man, I got fucking kicked out. Fuck this shit. You know, like fuck this venue, you know, doing the drunk guy thing. <laughs> and like a bunch of my friends came out and were like, dude, Naveen's the drunk guy outside who got fucking kicked out. And they're all hella laughing at me. And it was, <laughs> It was awesome, to be fair. <laughs> to be honest, it was sick. I was like, I'm the shitty drunk guy who got kicked out. You know what I mean? That's fucking hilarious. What about you? What's your getting kicked out story? <laughs> you know, remember? 
It Project like, Revolution? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant it kicked out of a show you're playing on tour. Yeah, that was a funny. I don't think I've day. ever been kicked out of a show that yeah. I'm on tour. I don't think I've been. We played a show maybe. in New Orleans on the Severed oh, yeah. tour, and it was Anthony's shot. It was so shot. It was, but it was so, Anthony's birthday. You know how shot shows go. Totally. Everybody but New Orleans rules, though. No, but that New wasn't Orleans, that so wasn't the sick. issue. That wasn't the issue. The the issue was it was someone's birthday, and we get there at noon, and we start drinking fucking grenades with yeah, uh, it's New Orleans. With, uh, what's that fucking Everclear shit in it? And yeah, those Mondo drinks. Mondo dude, drinks with those. like fucking Grenades rubbing alcohol the, in them. Dude, those rule. And we ended Grenades. up getting seven kinds of twisted sideways and fishbowl. We were, <laughs> me and Jared were somewhere else, and we show up to the venue, and our bass player Ivan at the time was like, I'm "Fucking go to go, just fucking place, don't talk to you more." We're like, "What happened?" And they're like, "I guess they fucking kicked me out." And I was like, "Oh shit! All right, well maybe we could talk to somebody." And we go in, and we're like, "Hey man, what's up?" And like Ivan got kicked out, and they're like, "Yeah, he fucking went behind the bar, started pouring drinks, and like." Like slap the bartender's um, ass. Yeah, he did some in- inappropriate shit. Yeah, and he like he was like, yeah, he just started taking bottles off the wall and drinking them. And uh, that is pretty inappropriate, to be fair. But yeah, we love you, Ivan. We love you. The chupacabra, and no disrespect, he's to my total, brother. He's a legend, but he's also a, a motherfucking monster. Ch- that's why we call him the chupacabra in the best way. Like this dude is a he's like the Frank the he's Tank. He's a legendary. You like thing. there is no stopping the chupa when he gets going. But he was yeah. chooped out. He was chooped out. He was chooped out. He was chooped out. And uh, so we had to play the show without our <laughs> bass player. And we were already blackout drunk before and we I even almost went got, on. Like, I almost got confrontational with him. Or he was trying to get confrontational <laughs> yeah. with me. And, I, and he was so blacked out that I was just like, this ain't going to happen. You know, we we're, <laughs> I was mad at him because we're like, oh, we're not going to play with the bass player. Like, going back like it wouldn't have been the worst thing i probably would have just like now been like oh sit this Thrown one out on tracks but it also <laughs> yeah. it was literally just one less blacked out person to sound awful on stage yeah. <laughs> because we got up there blacked out of our minds and we're just like to like 12 people at one at one-eyed jacks yeah dude that place is sick that's where we played I think on the uh, uh, Rivers and Isle tour. Where's it at? One Eyed Jacks, New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, that is five hundred percent. That place is sick. I'm down for that place. I like New Orleans. I love, dude. I love New Orleans. That's one thing that I'm excited about with Tennessee. I'm trying to drive, make some weekend drives down to get some beignets and some. Uh, You know how far away New Orleans is from Tennessee? Yeah, like eight hours. Really? I don't yeah, know. Dude. I no, like I looked up the, the time. I looked up the time. Look that's up on, the, that's on the, the right side of Texas, huh? Maybe. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but bro, once, you, hours, get, once you get past California, everything is actually close together. Yeah. That's one thing that I miss about the Midwest. It's like Chicago is six hours from Des Moines. Minneapolis is four hours. Wow, Kansas City, too. Cool. Hold up. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. I'm Naveen's going to look it up. Cool. Nolens to New York City. Na- New York City to Nashville. That's 12 hours. That's not. That's not going to be that far. Let's see what we're looking at here. Nowlands. Nowlands. That seven, seven hour twenty five. That's a day Damn, trip. That's like me driving down to Southern California to go see Noisia. Yeah, right? that's, that's, what I'm that's a, a, trip. a little yeah, longer. That's a trip that's from overnight. Northern California yeah. to Southern California. See, that's what I'm most stoked about moving. Whoa, that's like, cool. There's a ton of cool shit. Out I want to go yeah. explore. Yeah. shit, dude. You got the Smoky Mountains. You got the Appalachians out yeah. there. Hell, hundred percent. You got all kinds of real nice stuff out there back east, down south. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did you say that your dad is from? Oh, my uh, my dad's from Georgia. So I got a bunch of family in uh, Florida and Georgia. My sister lives in Tennessee. I just got back from Tennessee, actually, too. Oh, yeah. Where were you? Where were you uh, Lenore City. 
Uh, Lenore City. Lenore City. But okay. I got a good friend who, our buddy Mason, uh, who's, if it wasn't for his big brother, our archaic might not even exist. exist. Uh, That's true. But uh, yeah, one of my uh, my best buds. Wait, Jared's why? Good. Because, so. You can look back. Oh, this to is the, this the is seed this is origin or the moment. The origin sort of, of archaic. You gotta talk in the mic, brother. <laughs> yeah, you gotta sit forward, bro. <laughs> the very seed. The very seed, man. So, planted. Mason's older brother. Mason's older brother, Chris Jeffries. Big shout out. Last time we did a, a podcast, I had to give a shout out to the Chris Jeffries. I hope. Yeah, we hope always Chris shout Jeffries out Chris Jeffries because he's finds like out our, that we're shouting him out. He was our Yoda. He was our Yoda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So me and my buddy oh, Mason. Like start what, was he like band. the cool older brother who like yes. showed yeah. you death metal? Yes. Was in a band. Was in a band. Thrown in his band sick. Yeah. There's some kind of older brother or older like older person in any situation. Yeah. But like, so he was always like, don't touch my shit. Don't go into my room. Like he literally has buzz from home alone. No, well, he was like the death, the <laughs> metal quite. buzz. He was like, the buzz is like, don't touch my shit. Yeah. yeah. Locker full of he cool would, shit. He, he would, he would show us music. We would go in his room and play <laughs> super smash brothers. And he would show us stuff. He was like, don't ever, don't ever come in here when I'm not here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so we were like, sure. You got it. Chris wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> and we would skip school and we would sneak into his room and we would just pick albums uh based on like names of bands or like album labeled everything yeah and dude he was all on the bed and this was the napster era so he was just like and like but he would also get those nuclear blast and metal blade like uh like catalogs and then like we would be home and he we would like he would come home he's like mom did you get the mail because he was like in high school at this point too maybe just graduated and he would just have stacks of albums he would like burn stacks of Napster albums and then go through them and the ones he likes, he would buy them. So anyways, we would sneak into his room when we'd skip school and we would pick That's bands. That's definitely a death metal buzz situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, dude, and we because of him, we were introduced to so much music that we would never have been otherwise. Because Archaic. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. All yeah. the music that we grew up and I was like, Jared, you got to check this shit out. It all came from his library. Yeah. Wow. Like the first time I, I ever heard Winds of Creation. on you, you know? Like, yeah. Those For moments, sure. those are formative moments. Like we would be playing Super Smash Brothers, me, Mason, and Chris's room, and he had these like giant KLH speakers with fifteens. Like he was like a, an audiophile, you know what I mean? Like he had he had stacks of jazz albums right next to his black metal, right next, and everything was labeled in, in genre. Like the dude, you know, he was a he, he still is this he, uh, like still exactly to like this that. day Oracle. Yeah, yeah, like just he's a wizard. He's an audiophile, yeah. an audiophile. Yeah. Like we all are, you know. Um, but like we were playing Super Smash Brothers, and he had this amazing fucking system. And the first time I heard Winds of Creation was on that. It was like he was listening to something that I was like not that into or whatever it was. And then the the disc changed because he had like a two hundred disc CD player, so it would be like you know that Whoa. those moments where like the CD would stop, and you hear like. Yeah, and then the disc would fall into place, and you're like, I wonder what's coming next. And there's this this liminal space, this like yep. sacred space yep. of like 100%. not knowing what's <clears throat> coming next and wondering. And that's where we were. We were we were existing in that void at that moment. <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah. Dude, I was like, that that intro, especially as like what we were like middle school. I was like 14 years old. I was like. And I thought the gnarliest shit at that point was probably like, you know, like Machine Head. You know what I was yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I hear or that. Tara or Slipknot. Yeah. Something, Slipknot. Yeah, something like and that. And I hear the intro to Winds of Creation. Hoobastank. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, by the way. Stained. 
I, you know, I, I, before I got to Death Metal, I was like, I had my stained mud shovel. Era. Yeah, Bro, mud shovel. I was all, shovel. I had a, that I whole actually, album. There was a boy good. in middle school who made me like a, a mixtape and it had stained mm. on it and it actually had a Creed song on it as well. Can you take it wasn't me higher? It wasn't higher. Dude, their first album was like, I remember hearing that on it the radio. It was off the first album. Yeah. It was I should totally, have been yeah. dead on yeah. a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, it was the first Marshall album. Marshall had good tone. Yeah. Uh, anyways. I think he still does. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He's got his own band. Music, man. Music yep. brain brings wild things together that you sometimes would never have imagined. Everybody I know is through music. Yep. Check this out. Same, Straight same. up. If you... All of us look around at all the best things in our life. They're all came from music. Hundred percent. Every single hundred percent. Everything. And, and and honestly, namely like metal, weird underground music, which yeah. is like such a blessing in itself. Well, because know? when you're into like the type of metal that we're all into, it it like brings together a specific group of people. Yeah. Like you start, you'll you're meet just people. A certain out. Down. It's a certain like, personality. Yeah, it's like, like a know. filtration system. 100%. You, know? you meet yeah. people that are metal and you're just like, cool, we're metal. It's like, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you it know? is like, it is a common. It's like ground. playing the same chord. Exactly. Like we all resonate <laughs> at a certain chord. I mean, yeah. we're talking like every single person I'm, I'm really good friends with that's not, I'm not related to them is through metal every yeah. person Same yeah. with me but not metal but music in general like, <clears throat> yeah music yeah. in general music. it's it's like when you travel and you backpack through places and you stay at hostels and you meet people that also travel it's like a certain personality type that like nine times out of ten is they're cool fucking people they want yeah. new experiences they're open they're personable you have you share common interests and uh you're looking for the same kind of things existentially and you like you vibe on that level and that personality type like when you meet them in music if not if they're not like you know, because music, the spectrum of music is like you're usually cool or solid or you're a weird fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, yeah. there's very few in-betweeners in, in, in music. You're either like super dope or you're like kind of a weird fucker. Like there's like very few like, oh, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, and I'm yeah. yeah. Mo- you know I mean, I mean yeah. most people are really cool, honestly. Like, yeah. Most, I mean, think about how many people we've gone on tour with or and I've done before that. It's like the people who are not cool, like stick out. Yeah. You know? But it's like hundreds of people that are just awesome. Yeah. You know, just great people to hang well, out with. And there's like musicians themselves, like they all are like similar. Like they're a breed of yeah. human. Yeah. It's yeah. a personality. It's like there's a German yeah. shepherd, there's a pit bull, <laughs> and there's a musician. And they <laughs> all kind of sort of function a, a lot the yeah. same and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. They have the same traits, they have the same like likes and goals and. They're also like uh, to try to, I don't know, I'm, I like to, my weird brain likes to conceptualize abstract concepts for some reason. But like, usually if you're a musician, you're like, you're like striving for something like outside of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, you're pushing, yeah. you're like, there's a higher goal or a higher purpose, which is to like, either like make a band happen or like have a message at, through the band or something. There's like, you're, it's like, you're stri- you're like, you're like, you're like pursuing something bigger than yourself. Yeah. I think that's a so really good a calling. Yeah, I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not not like a pretentious, pompous way, but like like you have something. Sometimes you don't even like it. The calling. Yeah. Sometimes that's you're like, "Fuck! True. I hate that, being on stage. Yeah. I don't even like, but I'm good at fucking music." Yeah. 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 And, and it's like a genuine thing, you know. It's not like, uh, um, a lot of people won't even realize that they're doing what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, you'll just be like, like for me, for a number of years, for. I mean, most of my life. I didn't think like I'm fulfilling this calling. You know, I'm just I was kind of just doing what I do. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, almost that's like, it. It's not like something that you're putting on. Yeah, yeah like, like oh, I'm gonna try out like being no, this music. Yeah, like, no, but type. tourists they don't last long. You'll you'll that's you'll, the you'll thing know though. A yeah. There's some. Oh, there's this totally. other thing where, like, you actually last outlast people who are just doing it for not the calling, and bands. not because they want it. Yeah. It's like people the, and bands. The calling is like a lot of times not willing. It's kind of like absolutely. Right, you're good at this. You should do it. You should follow it through and keep following it through, even though a lot of the times you don't even like 90% of what it takes to do totally, it. Totally. Or the path to that is like not always ideal. You know what I mean? Sleeping in vans, not making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Whatever. A lot of people can't deal with it as well. I mean, I could name probably three or four bands that the year that our band came out and put out our first EP, these bands were fucking hype. And it was like, this is the next big band who aren't even bands anymore yeah. because you know just for one reason or yeah. another yeah. the people in the band didn't want to do it anymore they didn't you they weren't know. doing it because they well, love I it mean, and it's degrees and everybody's different and <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what happens with our mic stands that's yeah, the yeah. downfall I'll, I'll it's the downfall <laughs> of buying four mic stands for like fifty dollars mic stands on a musician's budget hey <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Jared. Keep keep ripping. Yeah, keep ripping. Ripping. Keep ripping. Um, yeah. I don't know. You just like you do it because you have to. And well, yeah. And well, you and, I mean, you, and you. I don't, it, you love it. You love it. Of course, you have to love but, it. You you can't not love it and then also have to. But also, even if you don't, whatever it is, make it. Like I would like you know like making. There's music. no making it though. Yeah. I mean, especially but like be, uh, you would do it no matter what, right? You would make music regardless of what the outcome is. I absolutely. feel like. Well, like, I feel like that's why a lot of us end up in like technical music is because <clears throat> you, they, have, you know have it's, to, like it's a, bodily function. That's what I call it. Yeah, like, bodily function. No matter what happens it. in the long run, I will always make music in some kind of way yeah. because yeah, for me yeah. it's like an because it, it's, oh absolutely it's like just, that's what I'm doing. It just happens. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Like I'm always thinking in music. Like I yeah. hear music in my all head the all the time. Totally. I have to like. It's somehow, almost like psychotic. Yeah, how much yeah. I think about <laughs> music, skits. you know? Yeah, yeah. You're almost music. Well, skits. have you ever been around like people who are not into music very much, and you just want to talk about it so much? Because I talk about music a lot. Like it's a lot of what I'm into, what I do, what I want to talk about, and I'll be around people who don't talk about music or care about music as much as I do, and it's like you need to like calm down a little bit. But also <laughs> yeah. like, I just don't talk to people. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, they're like, man, chance is quiet. And they're like, oh, did you know he's a musician? And they're like, oh. Oh, well, that's why he's quiet. Then you well, wake up a chance. Yeah. But like, but like if I, you know, like if then I- Then you wake up a giant, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, dude, dude. I'm like, have you heard of the Cut Belly on, dude? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Have you but, heard uh, of Secret Chiefs? Yeah, have you heard of Secret Chiefs? They're like, what do you like? What, what kind of music do you listen to? And then, you know, they'll give you their like, well, you know how there are like a few like musician bands that people always go back to that aren't really like people will be like, oh, you love Fleetwood Mac. Listen to this drum part in Fleetwood Mac. Like it's just and you're like, no, dude, uh, I, I mean, you get it, but it's not like, yeah, like when, they, it, they aren't like latching on. It's to like what, when someone's like dad is like, oh, you're a chance. You're yeah, a music you're guy. a musician. Dude, you got to hear the drum solo from uh, Jeff Beck. 
you know, back, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, and you're just yeah, like, exactly. I actually, dude, Fleet totally. Fleetwood Mac are really dude, good. Fleet no, Mac, we, see, the thing is Fleetwood, well, Fleetwood Mac. Mac is like my, one of my favorite bands but in the uh, world. Am I going to freak out about the, about the drum solo? No, but I'll freak out. Probably not. But their, their composition is really good. Oh, dude, I mean, they were great songwriters. Bro, I, we saw Fleetwood Mac. It was like one of the best shows I've ever seen. When did you see him? I saw him a couple years ago on It wasn't with Lindsay Buckingham. No, and the, yeah, it was the guitar player for, uh, it was Tom, Petty. Tom Petty. Same tour. Right, Same right. tour. Same, yeah. yeah, we saw them in Des Moines. Honestly, mm. that was We like, went with my parents. Dude, right when they came out, it was just like tears just streaming down yeah, my face. Yeah, same for me. I mean, I've just, like, I, I been, cried like so much. The White Witch show. just still killing it. She's sounding <laughs> it was She really does. Awesome, like her voice dude. Amazing. She it really was does. freaking so sick. Yeah, I mean, Loved Stevie it. Nicks, I heard someone say that she hates Stevie Nicks like a person. And I was like, I honestly don't trust you. Yeah. You mm. hate Stevie Nicks's voice. That's, su- that that's sus. Kind of a red Hella flag. Sus. Sus. She might have been. A, she probably was a bigger fan of the other chick that was the Fleetwood Mac Christine singer. McVie. Yeah, she was a McVie. Uh, I mean, Christine McVie. Yeah, Christine yeah, there's McVie some kind of vendetta that they're holding. Shitload of good songs. She is yeah. badass too. That's suspicious. But she just yeah. didn't have the. Uh, she just didn't have the uh, the chutzpah that. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, but Christine McVie. I mean, dude, uh, don't stop. That's Christine McVie. And Lindsey Buckingham. That's not Stevie Nicks. Yeah. What about I Want to Be With You Always? Stevie just created like Is that the, the Christina McVie. Uh, I Want to Be With You Everywhere. Everywhere. That's, that's Stevie, Christine McVie. Stevie was yeah. a star though. Christine yeah, McVie was my, a brilliant artist, song. but Stevie was a star. That's why yeah. she blew up. She had the look. She had the vibe. She like, she's got the witchy thing. She yeah, knew how to sure. sell it. Like for sure. That's like, what's so cool about those like old bands. They had like multiple vocalists. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just about one. Like Chicago had right. six vocalists. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, or even the Eagles, dude. You know? Yeah, but who like, if, if you're not Don Henley, you don't be singing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll drink. After we, <laughs> after we watched that Eagles documentary, I oh, was that like, was good. I was like, oh wow, every song is the Eagles. Or Didn't Fleetwood. It's that. it's Eagles or Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, it's either of those two. Yeah, but I mean, Cheney got me way into Fleetwood. Mac. I mean, she didn't like try to, but just listening. All it's the like time. her favorite band. Yeah, so and it grows on you. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, fuck, I love Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I like get work. What do you I guys need... think about an Entheos cover of Fleetwood Mac? How would you, How would you do it? How would you do it? You'd have know. to be pretty darn creative. No, I would, I would sing creative. it, but I would sing it. Well, what song you would, would you actually, do? No, you'd have to scream it. I would do a Stevie Nicks song. Yeah. The cha- break the chain. What is I'm it? not really into that. I'm not really. In, I don't. I don't know. I think There's that would be corny. I think if you screamed it, it would be. It's corny. corny. Yeah, you'd have to sing it. You'd have to sing "Scream It" then. No, I'd just sing it. That well, would the thing, be the thing that I like to do if I was doing like a a remix or like a cover, I was I'll take the melody and then you can write new chords around it. Yeah, you, know, you kind of like reharmonize it or whatever. You'd have to do something like that. You would have to take like if it's you would a have G- to make a twist a- on it, e- but sort of chorus then you'd have to make a riff out of the g then an a and then an e but you could still yeah, but you could work around, around the yeah but this this screaming out i don't know there's something about screaming a song that's sung that's hella corny but well, also, you're, not, I feel you're like trying you, to throw the entheos thing on it but you don't entheos think, has singing in you don't it, have though. to shoehorn metal <laughs> oh. so, so. is that so is that a tease of the new album or did you always have singing i'm not gonna lie i've never never heard entheos Singing is hard. Oh, that's Props no, for you. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, no, they're singing on the new Entheos. It's never been on Entheos before. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but that's not like a secret or anything. We've been pretty honest about that. Talking about it. Yeah. Noise. So it would just be a song thing for sure. That'd be cool. What? Yeah. 
That'd be cool. You guys should. Or what other? Yeah. If that'll blow up on TikTok. What, what cover? <laughs> what cover <laughs> song would you do if you were to do one? It would be dying a fetus. Oh, a cover song? No, no, no. Like but it, ha- it can't song? be a death metal band. You have to do. <laughs> You have to do the like the I think uh, I think version Mac of a had a song called Dying not in Cannibal. <laughs> I cannibal. Think that is I've always wanted to do Cannibal. That's can't be in. Any, I know. I want to do Scourge of Iron. Can't be metal. Dude, Scourge of Iron. A cover Fleet song. Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. A Fleetwood Mac song. Fuck. I'm not fully into. I don't know. I don't really. I haven't really thought about cover songs. We could probably we've figure covered, something out. We've covered covered a Chelsea Wolf song before. But I mean, I mean as far as doing like an entire, has to be a popular. Everybody knows it song. Huh. What would, would you be, do? Big, it would be big like man? <laughs> it would probably be Rhiannon. Like if we were talking about Fleetwood Mac, it would be Rhiannon. I feel like because could, Rhiannon is like the most like uh, uh, laid back, like um, low vocal. I, feel, I don't know how to. Explain I feel like you it, could do a banging tune out of uh, "Break the Chain" or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Damn, yeah. It'd be cooler if you made it like a little more demented. That's what they yeah. opened with. That'd be cool. Yeah, saw them. and you can make that heavy. Like that's got some like kind of groovy vibe. That's so true. If you threw some... That's true. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. We need to get rid of this fucking shell. Well, we were trying to have decoration. No, that but, would be uh, cool too. Yeah, looks pretty good though. Actually, I don't know. Sure. The reason why I ask I mean, is because I, just, I flail I when I talk. So don't mind. No, I do too. <laughs> What do you think you would cover? I don't know. Like, I think the non-metal, sound, the sound of silence, would be a good one if Disturbed didn't already do it to a millionth degree. Yeah. I, so you're talking about like something that you would actually take metal. Okay, I see. You, were, I see. You were. Something, something that's like it would have to just be the yeah. song that you hear it and you're like. That would actually be a really good You know cool what I was doing song. the other day? You know what I mean? You couldn't okay. The other day I was Sometimes. covering a song though. It was The Nightmare Before Christmas. I not everyone knows that song, but it's the dun 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 dun. dun. Didn't Mar- Marilyn Manson do that one? Yeah, but What's I but it's not like super metal. I was doing it screamed. Oh, okay. Like pitched screaming. That would work. That works. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty fucking sick actually. That would work. That would work. Because that, be cool. that yeah, but that that riff dude. Yeah, that could be cool. If someone was but I feel like it would be cooler if it was like pitched screaming as opposed to just like a high and a low. You know what I mean? Like if you're kind of like sing screaming along to it, it'd be sick. Yeah. I want to ex- hmm. I want to for the first time ever show a cover song that Archaic did that almost nobody knows about. Damn. To you guys right now. Show it. Okay. Let's hear it. On Is the it on the internet? I have the link for it. Okay, send it to me. What's the best way? Email. Is it okay. uh has it been released? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely Ooh, the that. anticipation. Uh send cover it to Cover songs are a weird. I don't know. Cover songs Gmail. are like a weird place for me. Because I'm not the most into cover songs and you never I can't spell f- your last. No I have never felt like I can do the other person justice. It just sounds different no matter what yeah. with your own voice on it. But if I feel like if it's uh, if it's something that you dig and you do it in a cool way, it's then like, it's cool. Yeah, you're like, wow, that's badass. That's true. Very true. I don't disagree. I think if you're gonna write albums, write albums. But I'm also into this idea of taking stuff that's like in the mass consciousness and and pulling it back and doing and it. doing an archaic version of it. Yeah, you would never, I feel that. That's kind of like, how would you even do that? Yeah. I'm not against it. It's not it, a bad idea. Sure. And a cool it's B-side never hurt idea. nobody. Yeah. This is, this is my true. attempt at that. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's yeah. the this Friends theme? Okay, I'm fun. stoked. This is so fun. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. 
We're this loading. came to me in Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's so the one in Santa Cruz or a different yeah, one? Santa okay, Cruz. cool. And I Wait, texted. Uh, so if you guys want to go to Trader Joe's, you have to go to the 41st Avenue one. That's the closest one to you. Yeah. Damn. Shara oh, yeah. hits it after work because she's coming that way. But we ain't got, got no it. Trader Joe's in Watsonville. No. There's not one in Watsonville. Mm-hmm. Wow. But there's a staff of life like walking distance. Which is kind of surprising. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's a good grocery store. Sorry, this store. is loading. It's uh. Life's no fun without a good scare. It's going to take forever, basically. Might not work. I don't know. Wow. Well, well, can we'll you see. play it on your phone? No, no. I, I'm Hold it up to the microphone. You got to no. hear it. You got to hear right. it. In, uh, so the whole idea, it. though, came from, I don't know why I got the idea in my head, and then I sent it to <laughs> Alex, our guitar player, and why I was like, hey, here's something load. funny. Like, could you turn this into like a archaic version? And he actually did it. That's sick. We're not going to hear it though. So, well, play it know. off of your phone and play it in the microphone. Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. I oh, got it. It's I got loaded. It. I got it. I got it. Sick. Fucking Dropbox. No, we're good. We're loaded. Right. 100% locked and loaded. Oh, hold on. Hold on. This is a, uh, a, a Copper Crab premiere. Exclusive. Yeah, Copper Crab premiere. <laughs> Exclusive. Okay, this is sick. All right. See, so you reharmonized it. Yeah. It sounds like a sick death metal song. All right, I take it back. I would cover. Okay, I know now. I know why he was talking about covers. I know. This is why you brought it up. (laughs) I had a list of topics, and I was like, I got to bring this up. Yeah. Oh, you have a list? Yeah. I only have three other things on the list. We're gonna get to them all. I love it. I love it. Actually, Chaney and I tried to do a show last week. Hold on, we're interrupting the Friends theme song. The lyrics are super funny. <laughs> See, but you guys kind of changed the tone of it. You know, it's not like straight up the same song. Yeah, but the lyrics are the same. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. There it is, the lead. Wait, it was your idea to do this? Yeah. Why though? I don't know. It's super <laughs> random. We actually executed on it. Yeah, you did a you great did. job. You on did. That. Yeah, that sounded good. That's a very interesting. Uh, ex- uh, All right, you want to know what's next, next on my list? Yeah. yeah let's hear it. Let's put it which did, that why, was actually Why didn't great. you put I, it I, out I though? Is the question <clears> behind <throat> it? When you subscribe to our email list, you might get, get that. that. Okay. That's a Patreon item? No, it's free. Go.archaicband.com. There we go. We Boom. need an email go list. To all your friends. It's hella professional. You got yeah, to have an email list. Yeah, that's better. Email list. I've, I've been Facebook going like, ever dies or any other medium, email will still exist. True that. I've heard that. I've heard that. I've also heard text is a good thing. Text is a thing. A text yeah, list. Yeah, you don't want to blow up all of your people who listen to your band with a text. Although, I mean, it would be kind of be cool, it's though. It's it's a, lot, it's like, a lot of artists do that. Dude, if actually, Dying yeah. Fetus texted me and was like, hey, we just put out a new shirt design, I'd be like, fuck, that's Okay, awesome. if it, yeah, yeah no. that's that's true if it you know were Fetus, but I have like um, Alexi from a store, I, eyebrow something store, hit me up every day, and I'm kind of like, Eyebrows. Well, I'm a little see, over so it. Every day is that's a little too much. It's People literally yeah. 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 be selective about yeah. the shit, dude. Yeah, like, maybe every once, once a, a month. month. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to take advantage month. of that kind of. Uh, yeah, they're taking advantage. Marketing. Fully, fully. That's like 
personal like marketing. Like you don't want to be text people every day. That's true. All right, let's talk about Travis Scott. Oh. Well, well, I don't really know about it. either. I don't have no idea. So he threw I actually f- like Travis Scott a he lot. He threw a festival. Did you Travis, like his music? Dude, Travis Scott is sick. He the threw- first two albums I was way into, but after that, I I kind of fell off. I what is he at say. now? I don't know. I fell off, like I said. I don't know I don't know his music, but I know he has his own meal at McDonald's, and he just threw a festival that killed like eight people. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, go, uh, 11. Yeah. Cheney was telling me that. Today. Yeah, I heard at the that time of this recording, I don't 11 know people. anything that happened. Yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the shit there? that was going on on stage was very like sus, like ritual sus. Well, yeah, it's all, it's all kind of dark, like ain't the brightest butterfly kind of shit but somehow they threw a festival butterfly effect that's a travis Wait, Scott how did people one, die probably. though how did they because die? they were crushed uh, yeah because crushed. people okay. were rushing crushed. the stage okay i'd heard that they died i didn't really read any further into it already sued look at that travis got sued but like by injury fan. how does that happen like how like did they just it was just, did they over travis scott tickets? has been named in one of what is is expected to be several lawsuits over the mash casualty into into suit Blah, blah, blah. Incident. Into suit. That's what I call it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's really sad. It's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I've been like, how does that happen at a festival? And I like, well, I, no, it, this is how it happens. Too many people. They're all whacked out. Like, they're what, insane. What exactly they're like going happened, insane though? around Travis Scott. But I don't know. What Apparently, exactly it's just happened? it's so fanatic that we just want to party on. How top did they of, die? It seems like they were uh, just going so crazy Trampled, yeah. that. Was it like a mosh pit or? Was no, it was there like were mosh people, pits. People mosh rushing pit. the stage. But it was, it was literally uh, people getting crushed because people were rushing the stage. And so. So it's saying. It thing. details the chaos which unfolded after fans breached a security barricade. Oh, no. And trampled each other to get in earlier in the day. The same bum rushing phenomenon that happened in that happened at a previous Astro World festival. But that's not a mm-hmm. that's not that was early in the day. What killed people was literally the crowd like moving forward to the front of the stage and people like literally getting crushed. <laughs> yeah, the, the bum rushing phenomenon. Yeah. Well, yeah. how do you stop that? That happened to me okay, actually. I don't know. No, when I was at in, uh, when I was at Limp Biscuit when I was a little kid. It happened to me too. When yeah. I was yeah. seeing yeah. Oz Fest. It happened to me at Slipknot. It me happened too. to me at Slipknot. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting crushed and my brother had to pull me out. Yeah. Of like because everyone's trying to get like, to the front of the stage. And, well, yeah. but for well, me dude. it wasn't the front of the stage. Like my okay, so at Slipknot you could go up to this line that you they wouldn't let you cross until the cross until the first band came on. So there was like a tape line in the floor and everyone sat at it. So when it was time for the first band to come on, everyone stood up and bum rushed the stage. So we all rushed the stage and it was cool. But at the end of the night, like my best friend and I, who were very small, we were in probably, we were 16 at the time. And there were a lot of like huge metal dudes around us. And at the end of the night, my best friend and I both had huge bruises across the front of our uh, like guts from the barricade. And there were security guards who were asking us all night if we wanted to get out. And there were several times that night where it felt like dangerous, but I always was like, you know, I got this. I got this. I'm like, I'm, I'm just That's, at the I, sick show. Hey, respect to you. Cause I like at the, at the Limp Biscuit show that I'm talking about, like I was super small when I was younger, you know, don't let this like how I am now. Don't <laughs> let this exterior fool you. I was really small You're a tiny, until tiny I was boy. like 25. And uh, 
yeah, I was, I had to get pulled out. Yeah. It's like, help me, get well, me out of here. It was like, but that is a thing about shows. Surrounded. Like, people, there is like this wave, this pushing wave that you'll feel at shows. Yeah, it was like not happening. And I, I don't know how many people are at that show. So, you know, but it seems saw, dangerous so I, a lot I, of times. I rabbit holed on this. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, how did this happen? Yeah. So I just went down some TikTok rabbit holes, some Instagram rabbit holes. Did you and see any live footage from people at the show that yeah, night? Yeah. yeah, there's just people being carried out on stretchers. People dropping, the, the people on the stretchers getting dropped because the, the medics that they hired for that show didn't know yeah. what the fuck they were doing. They weren't like, they, like, they, they it, hired. It, it seems like it all came from like the collective not caring about each other. Like the collective was down to just rage and on top of whoever. And people were getting pushed down Apparently there was like a mosh pit that kind of like folded and everybody kind of got knocked down and then people kind of just partied on top of them. It was like the crowd moving forward and people not being able to breathe because they were getting squeezed or squeezed and, those, and, and certain Squoused. people, they, then they would, like that some people would go unconscious and no one would be like, oh, we should like help this person. Like yeah. people's would, people would be on the ground unconscious and everyone was just like indifferent. Like that was like mm -hmm. the general consensus. That's not good. They, and That's if you good. look at footage from the show. Everybody has their phone out. Nobody's watching the show. Everybody is yeah. filming the show. That sucks. Straight up. Like, Not down with that at all. 90% of the crowd is filming the show. Mm -hmm. Who's watching it? Yeah, well, yeah. isn't there... What's that... Uh, God, what was that incident that happened where it was like a ton of people were watching a woman being raped? And it's a psychological no one, thing. No yeah. one called the police. Like everyone just watched. Well, I can't like, remember cool, the I'll name of the incident phone that That'd happened. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's a mixture of like people who don't actually know how to deal with being at in like a situation like that. There is something about like going to well, DIY. A, it's called the bystander effect. Well, yeah, the yeah, bystander effect. Yeah, but no, it's that's a natural it, that's thing. it. Like, and it came okay, from, if I if and it's it's probably a, like a survival mechanism, like. If I get involved in this, do I then, you know, take on some of the risk of what's happening? Or, yeah. You know? Well, if you were on the BART, right, and like three dudes were accosting a chick that looked like they could fuck you up real good and may probably stab you too. Like, they probably have weapons. Probably have weapons. Like, you know, like what would you do? No, I don't know how people would, you know, yeah. you never. Well, a lot of these people haven't been to like a festival like that. Like a huge, that that's multi it too, yeah. twenty thousand or, or mosh more. pits, like or mosh pits. Yeah, they're probably really young. They're probably on drugs. Yeah, and you know, like there were some people doing shit too. So that was the whole dynamic. Is yeah, everybody's raging. There's some people, you know, going losing their mind trying to tell people, hey, this person's straight up dead, or this person's this person died. Like is that what just, happened? Yeah. Some just happening. died. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was eleven people that they um, the, eight people that died they, they, that night. That no, is that's fucked, what, that's what got and reported. That's the low. That's the low number. I I think that from the real accounts, more people died. Yeah, I mean, I've but seen I think I've seen eleven. To keep it, wow. you know, and it was probably those keep it secure. Those were just like, the ones yeah, that got reported. Eight. You know what I mean? There's probably yeah, a yeah. ton of people that didn't get reported that died. That's really really fucked up and sad. I was sure that some people died at that show that we were at, Cheney, in Oakland, the oh, shooting. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you guys. Oh yeah, when you went yeah, to that, it was crazy. insane. Yeah, so I mean, this guy started firing. That was a, a different situation. It wasn't like people uh, like rushing a stage. No, but no. 
It was people just getting shot. Yeah, what we thought was them being shot. Yeah. For sure. But it, it turns really out scary. nothing really happened. <laughs> was it guy some, some guy firing in the air? Like, basically what happened was, so for anybody who missed the podcast when we went into this in detail, but it was like a kind of a punk DIY show. And there was like, it was underneath of a overpass in Oakland. And there was like a stage here, right? And then everybody, like, there was a ton of people there. I mean, it was. They really were. There were probably like 2,000 people. Dude, there. it was crazy. What? Yeah. Like, like way. Thousands. Way like, Dude, who are these people? Crowds, who played? It was like crowds of people. It was fucking nuts. Um, that band, Gulch, played. Gulch is like ultra OG. Like, yeah, they're sick. Math core, right? I don't know. Uh, is it like math they're like kind of just like hardcore, like new school kind of. Really? Yeah. Uh, never mind. I don't know what anyway, I don't know what they about. played in a couple other bands, like similar genre, like punk, hardcore. And uh, it was super. So Cheney was like, it was getting really crazy. Well, because, okay. So we walked in and it was like crowds of people, but it was in a homeless people. It was like in obviously an in a homeless encampment. Yeah, it was fucking and crazy. And we dude. walked in there while it was still, there was still sunlight. Mm-hmm. But as the light went down, there were fireworks being shot at the overpass and like <laughs> bouncing off of the overpass, like Roman candles and shit. Yeah, like, bl- like, and it really was off, starting like, to scare like, me. Psh, it, like, because, because the crowd was like gathering in toward each other, but the fireworks were going off and there was one area where there was like a huge bonfire going on and it just felt really uh unsafe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sketchy. there were there weren't really ways to get out so, so starting the to stage is me. like here right and cheney and i are, are like to the right of the stage like we're way up in the but front the stage was made out of u-hauls yeah like they had a u-haul box truck with the back open and then a u-haul trailer like an open trailer yeah and a the band was show. playing on the trailer yeah, it was, yeah, was kind of sick it was up. really sick dude if if nothing would have happened at the show it would have been the coolest show like i was like time. damn this is fuck, this is like ninja turtles type stuff you know this is, this is fucking crazy and then uh a fucking like a just a truck starts like just cruising through like into the crowd you know what? and, and like, i was what? Yeah, yeah yeah like what the fuck's going on and i was scary. like yo cheney I was like, Cheney, we need to get the fuck out of here right now. Like, we are leaving right I just, now. I saw the truck and immediately turned around. So I didn't catch yeah, I was the, like, this is bad. I don't yeah. know what the fuck's going on. But this guy is like going into the crowd, driving a truck into the crowd. Is he crunching anybody? You know we what? We couldn't tell. You it know seemed like he was. To me, I was like, okay, people are getting run it over. It seemed like he was. This is not good. And then, so he, he comes like right by us and my like i mean we're a few feet away you know and fucking dude we rolls were literally down the 12 feet away from this guy yeah rolls down the window gets out of the fucking car just firing off a fucking but gun. we couldn't tell where he was firing so we just heard gunshots and we were kind of turned around and running and everybody hit the deck yeah but the thing that was weird was everybody on the he basically cut off like a small sliver of the audience, right? Mm-hmm. So now everybody that's on the passenger side, they don't know what's going and on. And they were also on stage side, so they were kind of still watching. And the a show band was playing. Was and the thing on. is, so many people were blasting off fireworks. It sounded just like the gun. It totally mm-hmm. did. It was hard to decipher. Because so, I have another friend who was there who didn't even know that happened until I texted him the next day. Really? I was like, dude. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. So I wonder what the fucking point of that whole thing was. 
dude i, I, I don't to know keep punk dangerous i don't know so this guy rolls through the crowd and i'm thinking like okay he's running over people for sure he just shot some people yeah it definitely seemed like like people thing. people kind of hit the deck and i like kind of went down and i was like cheney we need to get the fuck out of here but now I, I we were like running around fences and stuff but i had heels on so naveen was like running fast in tennis shoes and kind of pulling me and i would slip it was just really scary because you could kind of you could hear dude, the gunshots happening behind insane. us while it was happening and it did seem like there was a yeah, good was like, portion dude. of the crowd who had run out with us yeah like people thought it was an actual shooting yeah. from where we i were. was like dude i'm in a news story like, you're in I'm a mass in, casualty yeah. yeah i was like yeah. i'm in a fucking like crazy event like i'm here this is insane and then uh so we like got out of the fence it was like there's a bunch of fences and train tracks and blah blah we get out and uh we like ran to the car you know i was like let's get the fuck yeah, out but of here when we got to the street there was a girl who ran out to the street as well and was sobbing hysterically yeah. and was like my friends my friends got shot and she was running a uh, alongside yeah. us for a so good we were like, like three right, minutes not good so we were like as cars were trying to pull up to go to the show we were like go the fuck home yeah, like, this is go. not chill to to pull up to but uh i i don't know we saw a bunch of videos from it the next day and it just wasn't it wasn't as crazy as like what we perceived it to be but it was still pretty no, there the was still a that guy we saw shooting were crazy but like people just didn't leave and the yeah. show kept going. no there was still a show yeah because on the way home cheney was like kind of looking at like the instagram like hashtags you know and the show was still going on so yeah. we're like all right well i guess nothing really happened but then we found out sorry to interrupt you but we found out that there was this was like unincorporated land so anyone can kind of do whatever they want yeah. under there because there's a video of like a cop yeah, showing up a and cop getting like chased up. the fuck out yeah cops left they pulled underneath up underneath the bridge yeah. yes yeah it was insane. in oakland there's little pockets of unincorporated land Apparently. it's just like wow. right, it's like state land i guess you could say whoa but so that was pretty crazy. So like, do you, do you like, do, do you think like, who was shooting out the fireworks? What if the whole thing was part of like a scheme to make it seem <laughs> more edgy than it was? Yeah. So like, we're gonna have a bunch of people shooting out fireworks, and then, yeah. and then our Tom, friend, you're gonna drive your Travis truck in there. Is gonna drive through <laughs> the crowd. He's gonna and, fire like, off some up. blanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and it people are gonna come steam. away from this show with a story that they will tell for the rest of their lives but yeah. we're the only people with the story it seems it's like no one else i come across i i know like f three other people who are at the show and they don't what remember if it didn't that actually happen what if it was yeah i know like it's a, a parallel, parallel timeline parallel split. timeline yeah could be why wouldn't it be i mean all I mean, they all, fired off cern how long ago yeah i mean we we're, we're, we're leaving three-dimensional time anyways we're like right smack dab into holographic off. time man all timelines so? that could have ever existed and will ever exist are actually existing we now might simultaneously we might in our lifetime experience the ray kurzweil technological oh, the singularity. singularity yeah do you think so i don't know we're gonna get really close in yeah, our lifetime whatever i don't even care about the technical singularity like we are already s singular yeah. or, or, yeah. A sing I mean, or a singularity event just what it, you know technological yeah. or not some kind of 
singularity event. Doesn't think- it stand to reason though that there's no like certain event that happens? It's like the advent of the internet, and y- it, was never, right. it was a process. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's, it's on just a, graph, a process. It's like kind yeah. of just like because oh, if there were you an it was event, crazy because here and then it. Keeps going. It just, it, yeah. If it's, there it's were an event, it would scare people. Yeah. That's if it. there were an event, you know, it, yeah. but things just happen at a gradual. Yeah, I kind of th- think about that sometimes. Skin. Like, uh, we're probably not that special. Well, also, things just we don't are, work that, that we, way. We are, we though, pretty. Zero point we are pretty special in the way that us as children, we grew up not being on our phones all the time. So this was something yeah. that was integrated. Yeah, we're the integrated. last. We had to be emotionally, uh, like, we had to get emotionally fucked up by relationships. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. And man. we had to play outside with like our neighbors and yeah, you know, ride bikes and shit. Yeah, yeah, there was no screen. Make friends. Uh, that's what I was saying early, earlier. I get was bullied like, in person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not online. It's wow. <laughs> actually, yeah, get bullied in person. in person. Yeah, trash. It was can. cooler in person. Yeah, because yeah, you actually might like you might get a little a little hyphy and actually hit the guy in the face. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, wow, actually, I it had much more of an impact on myself. I didn't actually get bullied, by the way. I did. Did you? I got bullied yeah. for sure. I got bullied. It wasn't like that. Yeah, bullied I bullied because I was short. Have. Yeah, I looked like, I looked like a girl. Since high really? Yeah. You you were big then. If I had been your size when I was in high school, I'd have, I'd have been stoked. I'd have been. Like, I was probably yeah, small. Huge. Oh really? Okay. Was, yeah. So you got bullied for being short. Yeah. Yeah. That basically that it was a weird thing like what? <laughs> like just that just that yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> that i yeah. like all you got on biologically but it, but it's always from like th- one person you know it was this one guy who yeah. was like made it his point he was short too which didn't make any sense no, <laughs> no looking, that actually makes back way on it. <laughs> that makes way more sense yeah because he was bullying you over something that he was insecure about. Which yeah, is he, like, that's yeah. little man syndrome in <laughs> in a nutshell. Were you bullying him back? Like, no. Hey, you're short. No, because I was just a nice kid. <laughs> like, I, I didn't. I wasn't like a. Tough he was guy. probably he was probably projecting his jealousy on you because Jared was like a, a a little ladies' man back in the you day. You were a short a stud. Ladies' man. So. Short and stud. And I and I know the kid. I know who you're talking about. Who bullied you? Did yeah. I say some shit to him? S Z. Yeah. Or his initial. Wait, his initial. so you guys knew each other like in high school? We've known each other since like <laughs> middle school. No, actually, diapers. Diapers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. We did. Uh, our parents We're basically had brothers from another mother. Mo- yeah. Like. That's amazing. Two different wombs, yeah. same kind of still brothers. Yeah. Same, yeah, yeah, for sure. We uh, we met fully uh, in middle school, sixth grade. Uh, but our moms did mommy and me together. Yeah, we were babies in little we didn't even know it. hanging out. But we were also on a, we? on a baseball team. That's amazing. One year oh yeah, too. and then we were on a baseball. We did team. little league. We did little league one year, <laughs> and still didn't even connect. <laughs> we us didn't connect friends. them. And then he was at uh, he was at the bus stop. I heard him over to. I overheard him talking about like I want to get a guitar, man. I think I want to get like a Jaguar or a Jazzmaster or something. Yeah, shit. Fender. And I was like, in my head, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, mental note: this kid's gonna get a fucking seven string. And that was because yeah, like, he's he was a seven string. How did you know about one. those? Corn. Okay. Obviously. Limp biscuit. Yeah. Deftones. Obvi- Deftones wasn't eight uh, string. They weren't on seven strings at that time. That was White Pony era. They were still six string. Okay, so they were seven string in like oh thousand. Oh, one. I think maybe on the self-titled oh, album. Oh, I don't even know if they did seven strings on uh, Saturday Night Wrist. I don't know. But this was, I was, I love Deftones at that time, but that's how I know this. But they were not seven string. And it was Corn and uh, I think Limp Biscuit had a small run with seven strings, even though he tuned to C sharp and then had the high string be like the two, two uh, the same notes. But anyways, 
I was like, he was in my PE class too. So every day I would like find someone because I was a goober in middle school, just like a total goofball. So I would find someone. So to you're jo- not a goofball now. No, I mean, I've, I've, it's actually it's, it's gotten ex- uh, exponentially worse over the years. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I would find someone to jump over on at PE. I would run out of the PE locker room. Everyone had their numbers they were sitting on. You know what I mean? Did you guys? Yeah, you, I did. Yeah. So and Naveen I would, didn't really do school. Yeah, I didn't go to school. Whoa. Not my thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No wonder you're such a prodigy. Not his thing. <laughs> yeah, not my thing. Not my thing. All right. School, not my thing. That's. I want to hear that. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> uh, I'll tell. I'll finish my story about me and Jared, um, and then you can tell that your uh, your your prodigy story. <laughs> How you, uh, how you how you how you skirted the system and became who you hey, are. Where there's a will, there's a way. No doubt. When you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All Big right. respect on yeah. that. Tell that to all the kids. Big respect. Yeah. If you, if you think something's stupid, kids out there, tell your mom you don't want to do it. Yeah. That's and what she I did. won't make you. That's what I did. I told my mom, hey, mom, school, not really my thing. Trying to not do this anymore. So then, what did you do? So I did. Uh, well, fortunately, I live in Santa Cruz, and there's programs here to get out of school. So you just did like homeschool shit. And yeah, I did homeschool. I did homeschool for a couple of years, and then I did um, kind of like a program to get a your diploma early. Okay, like a yeah, like a GED kind of. Yeah. So I did that, and then uh, after I did that, I went to Cabrillo for a little while, like a community college, and then. Um, and then honestly, after that, I joined Animosity and then just hit the road. I was like, fuck it. And the rest is history. Yeah. Hit the yeah. road. Wait, no, what was I'm the rest legit. of your story? I'm, I'm an old Chance. school, dedicated to metal type person. <laughs> you, <laughs> told your, you told your mom at age five, mom, I want to play death metal. Yeah, no, and I she was, was like, like, all right, Naveen. I was like, I, my mom actually tells this story. Like I, I told her, I was like, you know what, mom? Don't worry. I don't expect to make money doing what I'm doing. You know, I just love doing it. That's what we told our parents too. Yeah, parents it's too, chill. Yeah. You don't have to worry. I'm not like trying to make a ton of money. Yeah. I'm just doing my no, it's thing. Like, yeah. it's, I'm not going to. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Don't worry. Okay. It's yeah. not going to happen. And we would, we would practice at my, my house like oh, yeah. three times a week. You know what I mean? Just like practicing as much as we could. In we, high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As our oh, yeah. 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 Wow. As a death metal band, like wow. in, in my sister's old room. Probably seven years. Yeah. We wow. practice even when we were, like when we were graduated. My parents let us even when like archaic was like <coughs> looking for a drummer or like in a down slump, kind of nothing's really happening. We started other bands. Yeah, we uh, that's how we met our buddy. We so, like other kinds of music too. Yeah, we started yeah. like a like a psychedelic prog rock band for a while. That's that awesome. Um, but yeah, we would and we, if we didn't have shit to do, me and George would just go in the band room and then just jam. That's what kept me freestyle. That's what kept me tight for the yeah. longest time. As a guitar player, Wait, was, if you would jam with Jared, what would you do? Play drums, drums or guitar. Oh, okay. We would switch off. We switch off. Yeah. Oh, word. He would play drums. I play guitar. Vice versa. Gotcha. We would just make noise in that room for fucking hours, gotcha. and my parents yeah. would just gotcha. literally just turn the TV up louder. Like <laughs> bless my parents' yeah. hearts. Yeah, and we won so a PA from a showcase theater um, showdown. Showdown. Like, the they bands. called it Battle oh, of the damn. Bands, the showcase theater showdown. And you had a PA. And we won it. We won it. It was five hundred dollars. We won it. We bought a five hundred dollar PA. A carbon. Dude, a carbon that's PA. That's sick. Hell yeah. That is so sick. That's where it all started. And then we would just practice in that room and like 
Carpet, layers of carpet layer on the walls. Of just gross carpet. We just Hacked. nailed carpet to the wall. Did it work? It worked, yeah. Yeah. Really? Pretty How much good. did it soundproof it? Well, we, I mean, you could still tell there was a band out. Especially like, when yeah. we started getting into triggers and fucking head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all like, right. Well, because like, we're, we're like looking all into soundproofing in this new house that we're moving into, you know? So I'm like, what? Works. We're gonna build don't like dude, don't nail wall. carpet to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna put like two by fours up a lot. Like we're gonna build an external wall to the wall. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Yeah, yeah, wall to something the wall. something that you can mm. like remove. Yeah, like pretty easily. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Hundred percent. Yeah, and we'll then see if it works. don't let anyone who likes to dip spit on on the carpet on the wall. Oh god. <laughs> You Don't had someone that. who did that. Honestly, though, I do not see us it, leaving the house you guys that we're moving to. Dipped and spit. We do you still dip. do that? You used to dip too. Yeah, I, I, said, you guys I said we. What was, got you we. into it, though? I don't know. It was, it was just around. Live in Southern California, it. around a bunch of dirt bikers. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, wait, what brought you guys up here? Different stuff. Different stuff. Yeah. Totally different. Because you both moved up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, how'd that happen? Uh, Providence. Um, I got. I originally moved up here because he moved up here before me. I was still in SoCal. No, you were in Modesto when I moved up here. No, you moved up with Skip. Wait, yeah, so where officially? What is the official place that you're from? Uh, Riverside County, a little tiny um, gated community called Canyon Lake. Okay, so from there. Sounds nice. From there, we went it's all nice. over. It is nice. I was driving and hanging out with- Are you guys rich kids? Like no, or? absolutely not. No. Okay. I mean, Gated middle, community, middle class. That sounds pretty- Canyon Chance Lake is poor, and I was like middle class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Canyon Lake is poor. definitely- <laughs> Wow, you're really throwing him under Got mad rich. <laughs> For sure poor. But my dad did his best, but uh, he was, you know, he was a, a working man. But he bought- My dad moved to Canyon Lake in like the 70s and bought this oh, bought the house he was in in the he 70s. He got in early. So he's yeah. probably- yeah. It's probably worth a bunch Respect. of money. Yeah. But Respect. because of the housing market crash, it went upside down. Is he still there, him. though? No, hell no. Oh, okay. They just uh, moved to Tennessee. No, my dad lost the the Canyon Lake house. Wait, your dad lives in Tennessee, Tennessee too? Yeah. Oh, now. sick. No, so no. you're definitely going to be visiting Let's us get Let's get... I Shit, want... I, I might end up... Chance, flee, I might flee the state, too, and end up... Yeah, yeah I want Chance. I want Chance. I want to claim him. Get him, let's get him over over where we where Tennessee. we're Tennessee. Yeah, I got family in Tennessee. I already just figured like I think I told now you this you, last week. Now you weekend. have no reason not to go. When I, I met you, I was like, there's you no better, way this Jared's kid gonna is, move out there too, just why I mean honestly, yeah. one of the one of the like biggest bummers was you guys, to be honest. That's like the only bummer. Mm. Is you and Shara and Chance. And Chase. And Chase. And Joel. And Joel. And Joel. And Joel. But it's yeah. like but the thing is, a yeah, few uh, people. You know, what I, mean? I was it's telling like, you guys this at your party. You know, I was like, my family. I know that they're my family, so they'll, 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 we have to see each other. But you guys, it's like, you know, you don't ever have maybe. to see us again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will for sure see you again. Our other best friend that we were talking about earlier, Mason, whose big brother got us into death metal, and it's like, whenever we would bring make a new demo, we would show him. We'd be like, Chris, listen to this, and, and if he was like, it's 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 shit. Keep trying. We'd be like, what do you do? <laughs> he would tell you if it was uh, shitty. Oh yeah, for sure. He was like, he was like he's, the he's, he's still the guy. hugest music snob, but he was also like, you know, honest. Does so he we like were, archaic now? Um, no, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> he's so he's, he's <laughs> only like hard to hard to please. No, there are a lot only of if, like if archa where archaic is now. If, if that's what we sounded like when he was in his death metal phase, like he probably would have liked it. But he's like, I, I showed him some of our, like metamorphic edition. He's like, it's like really really good, but like. I'm just over death metal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's like trying to find the newest, yeah. wildest, obscurest, whatever stuff. You know what I mean? So he like yeah, he recognized okay. that it was like good. He still comes out to shows though. Yeah. 
He'll Does still he buy come shirts? out. Shirts. He doesn't buy think, merch. I don't know. He's not. I don't, our our merch isn't his style. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have that guy though. You, know, uh, you got to have But yeah, dude, no, Chris always supported, he'd always come to shows and he would always be honest with us too cuz he's like a fucking audiophile too. He's a huge music fan, so he For would sure. like he would give us his music fan uh, like opinion critique he, critique you know like he's like I know what you're going for I know all the bands that you love because I gave you those CDs like here's what I think you know what I mean you're <laughs> like, not doing it well or, yeah <laughs> or, or he was like this is good I like it but he's I, always I'm been going. supportive but and I'm positive not, I'm over I'm over he never, yeah. yeah I would know if he would if he would have said something that's like <laughs> But he wasn't a dick about it either. He was always like, yeah, he was never a dick like we would it. give him For our sure. demos that we recorded in somebody's fucking living this room. This was way early on for 120 too, bucks. You know what I mean? We'd, we'd be like, Chris, what do you think? You know what I mean? And he yeah. would like, yeah. he would give us honest feedback. He was, you know what I mean? He, you actually do want that person in your life. It's kind of so like my you know. brother. Yeah, no. My brother's like, he's, he's not gonna bullshit you at all. Yeah, he's not gonna be like, damn, which, dude. Which those like, are the people who are the, they have the most coveted opinions. Yeah, he's not gonna like pump me up like, damn, Naveen, you're so sick you know kind of thing it's yeah. not gonna happen but so also like, if like, he is ever like yeah you yeah. need that like, you need that but chris Dude, also was sick. a huge fan of what we were trying to do so he like he knew gets it what we were going for totally. so he could like his critique wasn't yeah 100 like, it was good you know like honestly it was, yeah that's how sean is yeah, too exactly. it's like because we grew up listening to music together yeah so like mm -hmm. we're into the same stuff ah, that's you cool know, so you it. had a you uh, we had a friend's big brother you actually had the big brother. He's my little brother. Oh, he's your little brother? Oh, yeah. Vane's okay. the big yeah. brother. Oh. But he's more picky than me. Yeah. So it's like. He is for sure. You know, it's like you show it to him, he's like, oh, it's pretty cool. It's like, he's you know, also. That's how you know that he's also hugely <laughs> into vinyl. So, like, if you have a really good vinyl mix, he's he'll he's all about it. Oh, he'll tell vinyl. you about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's he's got cool. a huge vinyl. Which collection. Sean did compliment our vinyl mix on our last album, which, like, meant more to me than almost anyone's opinion. Yeah. 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 You know, because if he says the vinyl came out, he's like, "Dude, yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. amazing." And I was like, "Damn, I guess it must so be." So there, really well, sick. there's like a vinyl mix and there's like a regular master mix. Yeah, so, because a vinyl can only get so much sound because the the grooves only go yeah, so you, far. You can't like do the whole like brick wall like just nah. fucking slam right, the yeah. Fucker. So mm. it's different. It has to be more dynamic. Yeah, yeah it is way and more. And you can dynamic. only get so much bass and all kinds of shit because of the, you only got so much room in the groove. groove. Totally. Yeah. Sometimes it's for the sometimes it's for the worst, man. But yeah. sometimes it's for the better. I think that on I want to hear a really shitty version of vinyl where it sounds really good, like on Spotify, but it sounds really shitty on vinyl. Yeah, it's probably a lot. It's probably, that would probably be interesting to hear. Yeah, it's probably more more bands than people would think because everyone's putting out a vinyl, but are people actually taking the time to do a vinyl? I love that that everybody's into vinyl know. now. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. That's it's a super good, sick. That's I a good agree. thing. That's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. Because and tape. Yeah, and tape. Yeah, tape, tape is kind of coming back, now. right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always kind of well, been there, but you're it's, not it's, ever going to play it. No. It's just say No, it's NFT. just to have it. Yeah. It's like NFT. a little NFT. Yeah. I don't have a tape player. So, Me I can't either. I, I have like two tapes. I don't tapes, even have though. a vinyl player. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, but I only so? own like four vinyls. Okay. We have you're, a, we have a You're going to need to want to get a record player. You need you want one. For sure. It's I do. We'll go listen to a record after this, after this podcast. It's just kind of tight to have the record player out there and it's attached to nothing else. Like you can it's just great. throw and it, it's, it's the type of thing like you want to drink a coffee because we have a new espresso machine, right? Mm. So you want to put out an, you want to get an yeah. espresso oh, you and you want to go and drink coffee. This is, I don't, this you is just so, so, into this the is record so first world right now you yeah. just it's a good you just want to have an espresso and listen to your <laughs> and listen vinyl. to your vinyl you're like, oh, no! oh, 
was. Yes. I brought this was some top, gifts. This was topic are you three. Serious? You said espresso. Are you I was serious? like, you guys are getting into coffee. Oh shit! I wanted shit. to give you some my gifts. Man. Oh my god. Archaic. Dude, like, Dude I can't wait to take a picture Post of this. Post that up on the on the. Uh, oh, there it is. Don't get it with me because my nails need to be done. I can't Coffee. do my extreme zoom in. Dude, nature. that is such a cool packaging as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Grindcore Coffee. Holy shit! Up. Is it full there bean? It full bean. Oh, uh, we're gonna drink some of that tomorrow. So 100%. when I'm posting stories is. off of that, Super y'all are gonna flame. know I'm all get some dude. good the, idea. The supernal flame. I'm gonna be all effed up off of that. Tomorrow. So wait, where does this come from? What is what, this what's company called? Grindcore Coffee. What does it smell like? Yeah, does it smell good? Well, hey, it, I like know coffee. this guy. Uh, he's from another band. One, yeah. one of your members. Well, that looks the, There's a band from. Okay. There's a band picture on it. Yeah. Yeah. What What bands have all of your members of your band? Yeah, you been? got you got you got <laughs> some uh, mix going on here. Well, Nathan's in Singularity, and Alex is. Oh in wait, he's in Singularity. Okay, yeah. wait, dude, hold on. Okay, Singularity was like the first. Like local band that Entheos played it with that I was just like this band is yep. fucking amazing, sick. amazing keyboards. Yeah, yeah, super sick, crazy, crazy, amazing. Okay, so Nathan is this guy. Yeah, Chris is the other guy on the left. That one. Yeah, Chris. I know that guy. Yeah, uh, he's from Reno. He's a very talented man. He's no longer with us in the band. He's got so many riffs. For sure. Stupid. Who's the guy on the right? Uh, that's Alex. The, he has a band called Desiderium. They just released a new album. That's his solo project. Oh, sick. He's a monster. He's, He's a, a creative drummer. monster. Really? Yeah. That's He's awesome. still in the band? Yeah. Awesome. Like, me, Nathan, and Alex are the core members mm -hmm. now. Because we realize, like... You know, until you find you're, somebody uh, who's going to go 150% in, or even just like actual 100%, yeah. then it's hard to, like, it's probably not a good idea idea to consider them a, a member. Band, band member. Yeah. Yeah. And for us to function and write music, we have guitar, drums, and vocals. Alex also plays bass. There's also many bass players out there. Malcolm Pugh did bass on our new album. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Are That's you... what's sick about Malcolm. He's like, I'll just fucking do it. Well, yeah, I think. Get it done. Malcolm. It over. Yeah, get it done. Malcolm, I'm pretty sure, was a bass player he was. first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. We tried to get by by like, oh, we'll just program the bass, you know, yeah. to get that underlying, you know, We're low bass tone. Yeah. Frequency. He's like, yeah. no, I'll just record it. And then he recorded everything in like a day. Yeah, like it's actually song, important which to is have a really bass hard. player. It's important yeah. to have a bassist. It is live, but as a functioning band, I we actually that realize that we don't need a bass player to write music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but I feel like it's okay. I don't want to say it's the opposite because I don't feel like you shouldn't have a bass player uh, live. But I do think that bass players are kind of important. Yeah, in music. bass players can be in music. Well, yeah, can be like, send one. To my house, yeah. 114 College Road, Watsonville. <laughs> yeah, I get bass it, dude. Player, and I'll take them. Yeah, yeah. for no, no, sure. Because it's for the sure. same for us, but like, uh, we just so happen to be involved with a dude who's crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's a, a lot just going on there. Just the best in the biz. Yeah, it's a lot going on there. 
It adds a whole nother dimension. But it doesn't oh, stop yeah. there. I brought some other stuff. Oh, oh shit. shit. Gifts. All right, we got some gifts for you guys, too, by the way. That's a flag <laughs> for the dude, new home. that's awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's sick. My man, dude, love it. I want to yeah. open it. But, dude, I love these flag packages. You know I what know. I mean? A, what size shirt do you wear? Large or extra large? Large. My Long man. sleeve. Okay. Dude, this is so sick. Get some. A small. Yes. Figured that. This is why we is did the I podcast to get free <laughs> swag. That is why we did it. The archaic shit Damn. too is on Dude, point. That is some so bottle sick. openers. Okay, what? love that. Love that. I love, love that. Some key so for you guys who are not opener. watching, Jared straight up hooking us up with a bunch of fucking Dude, gifts. Dude, Jared, Get you some merch. This merch baby. is some of the sickest stuff. This flag is so sick. It's so so geared. I like <laughs> struck very, very gold Geiger. with. With the artist that did Geiger. this merch. It's very Geiger. Geiger. It's very <laughs> I thought it was Geiger too. Watch the fucking guy's Geiger. documentary. It's His Geiger. name is Geiger. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. it sucks. So it's okay. very Geiger. But you know what else I it's love? Is practical merch. Practical, practical merch is actually very important. Right, I love our good bottle I've, opener for when you're trying to drink. That's right. I've also heard it we'll called it. functional merch. Functional merch. Yeah. People will buy functional oh, merch. I'm like That's so about this. This is going on my keychain. End of story. I got mine. Same Z. Yeah, Chance got his. This is a prototype. This is where it all came from. Shout out Maro. Maro Martinez made us these prototype ones. And I was like, that's Let a good fucking that. idea. It's the OG. Yeah, this the OG joint. Oh, right shit. Here. I think I've seen this one before. So wait, where yeah, do people yeah, yeah. pick these up at? Archaic.com. Yeah. yeah, just go to go.archaicband.com. Oh, oh, yeah, that's logo. the original logo. That's right. Oh, Wait, man. this is super Archaic sick. started super in 2004. Yeah, 04. High school. Whoa, dude. Damn. Yeah. That's kind of crazy that you were yeah, a That was just me and Chance, though. Yeah. The whole time, the whole time, it's like the most consistent thing has been me and Chance. Yeah. Chance, after he stopped playing guitar, he was still, you know, we were still He's bailed concept on you, albums. Bailed yeah. on you, man. Well, so he's, what is he's the my concept? Sound what are the concepts? I, I know dick. Like, what what are you guys writing about? Uh, it start. It's a concept album about a uh, a character named Cyrix. Wait, which album is a concept album? Uh, it started with our second album, and every single album since our second album is following the uh, story of this character that we created on Metamorphic Ignition. That's going through this super next level hero's journey, and. Uh, Doing his thing and growing. It's a long sleep. It's a long, long What's story. What's the journey? What's the story? Well, Just tell me. So. Well, it's always the same, right? The hero gets called to an adventure, and then along the way, he resists, and then eventually gets pulled into the story, and then he meets mentors, and then he has a death experience that's not a real death. And he comes back. And he comes back with new knowledge, overcoming an evolved sounds familiar, version yeah. of himself. Sounds it's familiar. In yeah. every story. Sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> it's all every human. Every we human. all do it. It's the, spi <laughs> it's the but human spiral. To succinctly put the whole story into kind of perspective, it's about a character named Cyrix who w lives in this totalitarian realm, uh, and he got so disillusioned with it that he tried to kill himself by carving prayers on his flesh and lighting himself on fire and in that near-death experience he uh he met um archetypal um entities that embodied all the things that he was running from and then he ended up m having a oceanic experience and meeting the creator of his uh multiverse coming back from that as an octopus yeah the omnipus he can't he came back from that the wounded healer 
uh, have having overcome all his fears and the things that held him back in his waking life, he is now ready to take on the uh, the issues at hand in the realm that he's in, which uh, the whole journey is based on all these different archetypal characters. So there's Cyrix, there's a divine feminine uh, character named Nemethea. Uh, My dog's name. His dog's name. Yeah. Nemi. Nemi. Uh, and right. Nemeth- the best dog. Yeah. Nemi is the best dog and the it's most cuddliest dog. dog. She's a good girl. <laughs> There's Nemethea. There's Nemethea. There's uh, Khalifar, who is the, the tyrannical, tyrannical leader and overlord of all the multidimensional realms. There's a uh, an army of uh, interdimensional dark shamans known as the Fleshwalkers that do the bidding of Khalifar. Um, and that realm is actually part of a seven system realm that oh, that kind of represent the chakra system. Uh, and Khalifar can uh, go through each realm because there's a series of stargates that are unavailable to those who haven't been awakened to the multidimensional self, but Khalifar can use uh, the power from a oracle named Pythena to get through the realms to kind of control them all. Uh, but most of the people in each realm don't know that the other realms exist because those stargates have been closed off uh, for eons uh, but what Cyrix is doing is going through each realm uh, and each realm has its own issues and through his hero's journey in each realm he's transmuting those issues and reawakening the stargates and so that's pretty much kind of the whole <laughs> gist of the story for <laughs> Metamorphognition to the new yeah. album which is four so Metamorphognition oh, wow. was an astral sort of you know near death experience. experience near death experience okay and then Lucid Dawn was him waking up going oh maybe I have a purpose and then kind of doing like a didn't win the war but won the battle mm-hmm. and then Nemethea is when he meets all these co-characters that help him train him up for this whole next trilogy that we're starting with the f- that album that we're going to release next year yeah have you guys thought about writing a book with all of the stuff with all of these characters and all of the Storylines, yeah, sure, it yeah. can take many forms. Like it oh, can I, take a comic book form. I think a graphic novel. We want a graphic novel. I, would, I think I've awesome. always wanted to have a graphic novel well, with this story. Uh, do you guys know that band Carnifex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so their vocalist Scott made a graphic novel that we have. We talked to him about it. What's yeah, the name? It's, of, awesome. it's a God. What's the name of it? Don't I can't remember, think of it off the top of my it's head. It's about a guy who works at a um, what's it called? An Undertaker. Type of uh, a crematorium, a morgue, yeah, a morgue. yeah. There we go. But it's really cool, like I'm just just seeing it in the flesh, seeing it all happen. And I think, like what you guys are saying, would be an awesome graphic novel. Yeah, I'd be really sick. Yeah. If you found a, but with really graphic novels, I don't. I feel like you can't say whole. It's very lot. hard yeah. to. Yeah, it's very hard to super descriptive. Take the stories that we tell in each song of the album. I think though, I think if it was a mixture though, I think we could do it. I've always saw it as a mixture of, as a, of a graphic novel and like a. A, a poetry book like like take yeah. like a, awesome. like take a graphic novel and mix it with like Saul Williams said the shotgun to the head right so the lyrics tell the story that that's what the lyrics do yeah with why also being like multi-layered with having the themes that we like to imbue in our music and, and like whatever it is that we're, the message we're trying to convey we write the lyrics to be cryptic enough to be able to tell a story but also be able to glean your own uh like thing from it but also interpret that would be yourself. so awesome but because like, even a lot of people who like are gonna listen to the music won't ever absorb that part of the story. This you know all what I mean? started from chance from 
the metamorphic ignition days when you wrote we're like all right we're gonna have what eight songs or nine ten songs and then you wrote every song title and then like manically wrote all of it within a few days all of the lyrics for metamorphic ignition yeah like oh, wow. almost in a fever dream Damn. yeah hey guys i've got it all written out song by song and it still works so well like the the timeline of the story and the whole thing like it still works really well that was all from you in a very short period of time yeah well i was working at a high school as a campus supervisor and most of my shift would be in the senior parking lot in my car, like just watching people come in and out the gate and there's shit for me to do. So I was like listening to Mars Volta, like uh, Francis the Mute and like just studying those lyrics. I was reading this book called The Magica by Clive Barker. We were very into the Mars Volta at very, the time. Yeah, I still sure. Both of us. Still we were just falling in love. Just, just fucking, yeah, obsessed with Cedric. But uh, I was also reading this book called The Magica by this dude, Clive Barker. So if you ever saw the Hellraiser movies, you know the- Yeah, oh, yes. So yes. Clive Barker Absolutely. wrote those movies, but the, the dude also has a ton of books out that are fucking badass. But one of the dopest books you'll ever read, if you ever get the chance to, is called The Magica by Clive Barker. And it's basically the, the story that I, the, the Cyric story, but- uh, but, you know, a different story, but it's basically the same shit. So I was reading a Magica, just totally like, dude, I want to write a fucking, I want to write a story like that. I think it would be a badass concept album for us. And we always wanted to be a little bit different than all the other bands. We weren't into gore, yeah. weren't into Satanism or whatever. We wanted to be like, just different, you know? And yeah. So we were like, let's put the, and our first album was like a psychedelic fucking vision quest. Cause you know, and it, it was all, it was also like four other songs, four old songs plus four new songs kind of delving in the territory of what we're doing, philo philosophical, yeah. sort of esoteric sort of writings. And then, you know, that had like little concepts, like each song had a little kind of story, but it wasn't yeah. fully connected between every song. And the cool thing with a concept album is there's so much stuff you can, you can put. I always saw it as like a potential graphic novel, music video ideas. Like if you're telling a story, You've got so much more content to work with when it comes to the creative aspect. You yeah, know, like it's, you're creating merch a world. ideas. Every yeah, you're creating a world. Yeah. Merch ideas like this song is about this, and these characters are like we could put that on merch. It just gives you a lot to work with. Totally. And I've always been an avid reader. I love fucking reading. I love movies and cinema, and I love storytelling. And I love the things that you can do with storytelling. You can tell a cool story. You can tell an allegory that has like meaning and some sort of like point to uh, convey. You know what I mean? You can you can help pe lead people to certain like understandings or um, I don't know whatever like it is that you're into spiritually or philosophically you can also overlay that you can like the thing about storytelling is it's multi-layered you can just tell a story that's entertaining you can tell a story that's entertaining but also has some kind of meaning you can tell a story that's entertaining and has some kind of meaning but also leads people to their own realizations like storytelling is how humans have evolved that's the main mechanism yeah. for yeah. us to understand reality very important very yeah. important and so you can do that with music, you know, and yeah. art. And we've always wanted to do country that. music. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I think all music kind of gives you music. a feeling of of uh, where the person's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no it takes you there. It takes you to a place. This is something that like blew my mind the first time I heard it. Andrea Stolpe. She's a um, like coach for songwriters and stuff. Works with some of the best. She talks about this like five senses of songwriting. So what did it smell like? What did it 
feel like? What did it like all go through all your senses and use that to inform your lyrics? Yeah. So that it takes you to a place. Mm-hmm. It smelled like sunshine and yeah which can also be used in storytelling i mean that's like huge like going through all of those senses and going through the descriptors of storytelling i mean that can fill up like an entire chapter yeah the five senses yeah the best brings you to a certain place the best writers always encompass the whole well because yeah because the best writers are are essentially transmitting you to into that place like you are living in the story if you aren't living in a story then it's not a good book. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's what we always. That's what we. That's where we started. That we. And then we figured we could take. It also would give us lyrical content. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, it's just an infinite well. Yeah, yeah it yeah, creates yeah. an entire universe for your band. That's like you know, it's come and be a part of the archaic universe. Like exactly. this is what you're gonna get, and I think that that's really awesome. Like. I call it Avatar meets the Matrix. Yeah, like I love the, Ma- the Matrix is one of the best movies. Yeah. Well, you know there's right. a new Matrix the coming out this year. Yeah, oh, Matrix Four is coming out. We'll yeah. we, we've I already got it. the original Matrix, and so. we got Dune too. Where like yeah. archaic yeah. is very Dune, like kind of the same chord. Yeah, yeah. Very like sense. we know we're very like into like David Lynch and Dune and sci-fi. Same. And but I I feel like I like um, grasp it in a different way. But I I love that you guys do that because it's just you know another it's just a universe to, to it's just behold. one thing next yeah like okay yeah. you like the music cool yeah and There's then you can grasp onto else that next yeah. after that yeah it just Once gives more like people stuff exactly. to check out and get into totally you know? totally like, and also we try to do keep it cryptic enough, cryptic enough to that where if you like you don't you might not even get any of that you might like but the whole or, thing too is to see yourself as the main character. Right. So most of the time when you watch movies, you read books, you're kind of in that person's spot. That's, I love that in lyrical content. I've always loved that. Like um, when you're seeing it firsthand, you're, you're the, it uses the word I a lot. Yeah. And I, I just love that kind of lyric writing, no matter if it's in storytelling or in, you know, not really, maybe it's storytelling in one song in a different way that's not like, in the the sci-fi kind of way that you guys are talking about but i really enjoy that in lyrical content period just being able to put myself in in that those shoes and that's how i write too who 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 are some of your favorite lyricists or like lyric writers like who inspired you yeah like Uh, my favorite lyricist jacob bannon anthony green um we were talking about purity ring what's her name Oh yeah, the chick from Purity Ring. She's yeah. great. Her lyrics uh, are the best. That's that's why that me, she yeah. reminds me of like a Purity Cedric. Ring's great. The music, she's great. It's kind of low key. It's kind of like it's vibey, kind of bassy. Yeah, I think her name vibey. is Megan. Megan, yeah, something. But the lyrics yeah. are all like, oh, they're so dark know. and yeah. weird. They're the coolest word mashes. They rem- like yeah. Obdir. Like when she's like, oh, yeah. oh, but dear, the sky is low. But like the song's called Obadir. Totally. Uh, like a lot of her stuff really reminded me of like Cedric, like from Mars Volta. Like, that, yeah, they were like weird totally word concoctions yeah. and really neat storytelling about really dark shit. Like that the only thing yeah. that sucks about that is that when you make up a lot of weird shit that nobody can understand, Metamorphic nobody understands it. Yeah, but then again, there are, there are small and, there are small passages that can be really catchy. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Some people really, th- but some I people think really thrive on making like extensively long, drawn out lyrical things. But there are people who thrive on like the the one liner. 
Yeah, know? but like you, you say that, but I, I well, that's the hook. But people, yeah. people, well, uh, but it's not always it. the hook. Sometimes it's just the verse, and it's just like one-liners in the verse being spit constantly. Uh, uh, but oh the God, people that get it will get else. it. You know, like like sting walks crushed in hobbled sway. Like yeah. I, yeah. I memorized like I Mars Volta lyrics because I thought yeah. they were fucking dope. You know, capillary hint of red, which seemed totally nonsensical. Yeah, I mean, or like the purity ring shit, you know, like, yeah. oh, but dear, the sky is low. A kilo quiche is another. I, I honestly love that shit because I don't like lyrics to really make a lot of sense. I like, I like when lyrics they, to be vague in yeah, a way, but too. I like them to be poetic and make some kind of I don't of like when you're sense. saying, hey, I went down and sat on the back of the truck or like, yeah. like I sat I'm, down to say but on the other hand I totally appreciate that kind of lyric because it's totally it's something I would never do and I want to know that that exists and I want to see that happen in order to do what I do you know what I mean? It's like you kind of need of all course. of these things to happen. You got to appreciate all of sure. it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You got to you got to Or it. Jeremy Balm, Touche Amore. He's one of my favorite lyricists. You guys know who he is? No. Uh, who are your some of your favorite lyricists? Chance? Uh Bjorn Strid. I always thought that uh, Yeah. Chance, take it away. Who take is it away. The guy from Soil Work. Mine, nobody okay, will yeah. know. That's that's a nice I sure. mean, you didn't know who I was. Graham said. Smith. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Kleenex girl. Yeah, this random band, Kleenex Girl Wonder. Check them out, though. They will blow your fucking mind. Okay. And the lyrics are the best. Oh, dude. Yeah. They're like literally the funniest, quirkiest they're like, lyrics. See, they're I'm like, not, they're I'm like not schizophren- mostly into like funny, quirky lyrics. It, but dude, it's but the I'm most schizophrenic, stream of thought, brilliant. Sh- like as yeah. a vocal writer or maybe but a But it's all about fan, the rhyming, yeah. too. You, I like, you can't, I like you can't look at it but solely Girl this, kid, this, yeah. this guy right here is savant level. Like his like like. He's like the Beethoven of what he does. That's uh, yeah, that's awesome. His, the, the music is a little mediocre, but like he makes up for it with the. Just Let's see what song he has. And it's all super shitty too. I mean, this is really shitty. This is probably like he does some of his older. Honestly, Bandcamp was awesome though. Yeah, I'll shout show out you to a Band song. Camp. I'll show you a song that's like literally genius. Here, yeah. which one? Scroll down. But, uh, it's you, a lot of the time people who write songs like this are my favorite lyricists. Oh, dude, you, you will, know, where you it's will like, love like, his uh, lyrics. Da, 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 da. No, but, dude, but the dude is like a he's brilliant. Yeah. His word, his wordplay is brilliant. It's he's like if Eminem, the guy from the Cars, and dude, I would say yeah. Yeah. Neil Neil Young awesome. is also one of my dude. I have Passion. so many favorite lyricists. That's the thing. If you ask me to name my favorite wow. lyricists, it's like there's so now, now many pull up the lyrics. clever that, lyricists. Hit the lyrics button too. Oh, he put the lyrics on his shit. Yeah. But you get dude. Yeah, his and word I found out about the genius. song because I, somebody lot, made a remix of it a on an Ill Gates remix. Yeah. Ill Gates dropped it. Dropped. And I was like, what are these lyrics? And oh, I, really? I found there's the guy a lot of them from the lyrics. Yeah, no. I'm I'm reading Dude, his a few song, of the lyrics. His and I song, like them. his songwriting yeah, is like it, his songwriting has to encompass his lyrics. That's it's always like a person who sounds like this who is my favorite yeah, lyricist. This, this would make sense to me. It's a not guy even who, about the music. I like, listen to so it's much. About the lyrics. But a yeah. lot of like indie music has really great. Lyrical content. Like this, this isn't even indie. This is like a one-off dude. I if would you hear know this about and him. call it indie music, though. How is this not indie music? It's indie music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who's gonna marry me now? 
or carry me out or stare me down. Yeah, this sounds like something I would listen to for sure. Like Innocence, try prison. It kind of sounds like uh, Pinback. I'm, I'm stupid. You guys ever heard Pinback? No, it's called I'm Stupid. No, I'm stupid. Uh, I have no frame of reference. Oh. That's what I'm saying. This, this is like the one chorus, of those one-off The chorus groups, is though. really what gets you, and I, that's my love for choruses. Like, have a chorus in your fucking song. Uh, I love choruses. Oh, yeah, you have to have a chorus. Death Cab for Cutie. Ben, yeah. G- ben Gibbard is one of my favorite lyricists, if we're going to talk about I li- it. I like Death Cab. And Postal Service, which I like more than Death Cab. Probably. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It sounds like something I would listen to. So how did you find this, Jared? Through a, a random uh, mixtape. Ill Gates. Yeah, this DJ Ill Gates. Yeah. I think it was this song. Somebody did a reggae song? version of it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And the lyrics were yeah, genius. I was like, so like, these th- things are nice, but it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, the lyrics yeah, are I mean, great. We're, you're speaking my... Dude, this is, like, all my favorite lyrical content is, yeah. like, this And it's funny that, like, when they took it out of the context... Joni Mitchell? Of, oh, yeah, Joni Mitchell's dude, great. I mean... I think that's, like, the the root of this kind of music. Yeah, it's, like, Joni folk. Mitchell. Folk. It's very folky. Yeah, it's, it's, like, He's folky kinda weird, clever. It's clever. Yeah. But it's not Dylan-style storytelling. It's not, like, oh, well, I went on down. Blah, 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 no, no, blah, it's, blah. like, it's... it's uh, his, his whole thing, one of his biggest things is wordplay. Like... Yeah. Like his wordplay is genius. Like pull him up. Let's read. It. I want to read. I want to read the lyrics now. All right. Because like no one was. Li- you can't hear it with the song playing. But like go, go back down, and it's like, light cigarette, light ribbons in red light district where the intersect like rhythms. You look right light through a prism. You want to split the difference. If only the right schism. Elegance takes precision. Catch flies with simple syrup. Sacrifice pure vision. Truth is a nervous system balanced on the precipice of perfect, perfect wisdom. wisdom. Oh, who's gonna marry me now or carry me out or stare me down? <laughs> Downstairs, the flare's letting out. The affair's getting loud. Like, it's, it's all just like <laughs> kind of irreverent wordplay that like kind of follows a yeah. theme, but doesn't. But it's yeah. also like the stream of consciousness. Schemes, but the you can like, like create a theme in your head. You can create, you can take all of those things and they don't seem like too far off from. No, the it's like the them. perfect, it's the perfect mixture of stream of consciousness and like a theme that it follows. Yeah, absolutely. And his ability to rhyme something that's like in the middle of the phrase over and over again until he gets to the rhyme at the end of the phrase. Yeah. That he can still rhyme over and over again. That's like right. where it's like that's where he reminds me of Eminem, you know? He's like like the it's like rhyming it's like rhyming words in the beginning <laughs> of the phrase, in the middle of the phrase, and then not that section of the phrase and then, and then like at the end of the phrase, you know? Totally. Should I want get, like I, should we get a chance to freestyle right now? Yeah, chance freestyle. Oh, we should probably no, send. No, no. This is our longest no. podcast yeah, ever. Let's do a send off. Chance. They wanted me to. I freestyled on the last one. So if it sucks, you guys can you cut a, it off. We're not going to cut it. Yeah, yeah I, I can do suck. a beat. A beat would be cool. Should there be a beat? Yeah, it would help. Or I, you, I could beat. That's not a beat. I could beatbox. I'll, I'll beatbox. Here, I'll beatbox. No, we can YouTube right, the beat. It. Here we go. Ready? But like Seltzer, kicking it with the homies. Yeah, I'm not Peltzer. You guys just know me. It's like we've known each other forever. Hanging out, listen to music. That's clever. Yo, what are you into? What do you like? We can talk about that shit like all fucking night. Put on the headphones. 
and speak into the mic. Uh, when I speak it with my friends, I speak it really right, but it's not left. The treble cleft, yeah. What did you get into when you were in middle school? What did you look like when you were a little fool? Did you get beat up and did you get bullied? Can we get the conversation on the pulley? What's coming up next? What's the new topic? Yeah, I'm just freestyling right fucking off it. Off the noggin. You know I just be talking. But that's okay. And that's all right. Because I'm hanging out with the Cooper Crab Ball Bug at night. She's... Lighting up the spliff, putting that lit shit right up to her lips. I got headphones. No, hell no. That shit'll give me the terror. I get too high. I don't know where I am. But I know that I'm with good friends and people that I care about. On copper crab. On copper crab. On copper crab. Or copper. Or copper crab. Copper crab. Have a good week, you guys. Yeah, man. Jared Christensen, Chance Strickland. That was sick. It's been fun, you guys. I can't believe it's been three hours. It felt like. Like one second. <laughs> I know. Fun shit. Y'all roll. Love you guys, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.